0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida. Actually, we're in Boynton Beach, Florida. We were in West Palm Beach, Florida earlier today. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Good uh, afternoon, thank you. After, it is afternoon. I'm it so is afternoon. I know, it is, isn't it? And, of course, Paul, the producer, is here with us. Hi. Hi, Paul. And uh, we are now joined by our very special guest, uh, a man we got cut off with earlier, Mr. Riste. We got the JSK. Riste. Risteke. Riste. You've practiced this. Yes, I've been working on this. good. Thank you. I tried my best. You notice how it hasn't worked. <laughs> I do not have a tongue for languages, what can I say? Oh. Yes.
1: Your cello doesn't fold over. I can't, or I can't tell you why. Uh, really? Why not? Come oh, on. it's just on these. I just noticed.
0: Interesting. It's not I a fully have, closed cell I have, I have I a
2: provisional patent on the whole entire thing.
0: Process. Really? Nice. Ah. Well, we'll talk a little bit about we're that. We're going talk about that. We were talking, you know, before we got cut off this morning. We got the JSK virus. Yes. Shut us down. We, we did. He shut the whole show down, broke everything. We had to get an entire new PC. Skip right?
1: Martin hacked our system.
0: You know what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, yes, it was definitely it, Skip's fault. Didn't want Risty to voice his
1: words, so he shut the yes. system down. Yes, so that's definitely what
0: happened. We're going to blame. We're going to definitely blame Skip. It's when it, definitely Skip. It
1: di- I got on Coop's chat one day, mm-hmm. and then so I think it was. Um, somebody said, "I think the forgetting say." Skip Martin and I couldn't. I, I got in the the video on a Coop's broadcast late, so I didn't know what it was. But then I answered, that's pretty much a safe bet. That's
2: a, that's a rabbit hole you just fell into. Wait, right, it's a safe <laughs> bet.
1: Skip Martin. I mean, it, it, it was so problematic at Skip Martin.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid. Feel free to push up a little bit more on the microphone. Just a little bit. There you go. That yeah, has to a get little bit closer. Get Maybe. a little bit closer. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. You hear me now? Yeah, no. Oh, we hear It's we just we a little soft. I just want to make sure we get a full... It's you know. a soft, gentle voice today. Yeah, yeah. yeah very kind
2: much. of. You know, I've been relaxing. We came in the shop. We smoked cigars. We drank. So it's all good now. Yeah, we
1: definitely had time to kill, but we managed to get a whole new computer.
0: Yeah. Yep. Rebuilt. Yep. <laughs> bought in, <laughs> reloaded. Repro- reprogrammed every part of the computer.
3: Thanks to uh impressive. Brian, the the skills of Brian. Brian Ives. I don't know Brian, where he Brian's is. Yes. Brian,
0: Brian Ives. He's watching you. Wow, what is with you
1: in singing today?
0: First of all, he's had a couple of drinks is I that think.
1: what it is so he's going to be very uh,
0: personable today absolutely <laughs> i'm here to have a great quality show to put on some great quality content for oh, our fans yeah. out oh, there oh that
1: sounds like at least four bourbons <laughs> I, d- I have not seen it before this is this well, whatever he's this drinking the, beer this is this is the third three,
0: three beers yeah. yeah this is a three beer adam no, right no no this is into this is into the third beer here uh, yeah. It's a three-beer, Adam. Yeah. This is uh, this is a third Brewmeister, which is a 9% by volume, available at any Cassidy oh, Monte Cristo or Davidoff <laughs> three Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> three of his. Have <laughs> we <laughs> ever talked about your beer? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked okay. about it. We, we had Dave on. Yeah. 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 He tell, tell That's me his Dave. own brew. Tell us, Dave. No, yes. This is the uh, Brewmeister's Personal Reserve. It's an American double IPA. Don't Brews. tell me you're in beer, too, now, right? No,
2: my cousin makes his own beer for Like before Mr. Keck came on. He makes my own beer for my Ristafari over here. I do a stout. I, I, I customize everything. Because I, he, I, I, heard, I heard
1: he cooks, he barbecues, and he makes his own wine, and now you're into beer, too.
2: No, 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 no. My cousin. So, like, where I live, pretty much my family and relatives, we bought, like, that property when it went for sale. So, like... Oh, so you have a compound? Yeah, it, it, yeah. We so got a compound. It's legit. Like, I, I, made, I, I smoked meat, so when, when I got the smoker on... It sends a smoke signal out to my family to know, like, you know. <laughs> Everybody starts you're you're up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's about to go down, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So like, you're like
0: into like, smoking meats as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because I, I tried to get into it a couple of years ago, but the problem I have with it is, it's eight hours of just sitting there, and you that's all you're doing. You can't do anything else. You get a couple cigars. You drink,
2: you smoke, you chill. Yeah, you your but, over.
0: but the problem is I'm always just so worried about making sure the temp is right and the smoker and everything. And so I didn't forget it, dude. That, that, wait, r- wait, r- you get an r- r- electrical? R- 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 feel.
2: Yeah, I got a pellet man.
0: Oh, you got a pellet. I I
2: used to do stick, Yeah. but I'll sit up for like eight hours from midnight till like 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning. And now I just set the timer, run the pellet, go to sleep, I wake up, it's done.
0: So uh, so you did pellet because I've got the traditional, you know, wood and charcoal. I used to, but there's nothing better in the
2: world than a fresh brisket at like 6 a.m. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not. No, definitely
0: (laughs) not. (laughs) Now tell them about your beer. What's what's your beer? Oh, yeah. Oh, so basically it's a uh, 9% uh, American double IPA based on a recipe I got from or I kind of borrowed from another company out of Colorado, per se, that I made with the Sailfish Guys. Uh, It's a lovely, you know, just basic, very clean, very drinkable. You know, it's got a very, not, you know, overly hazy, but a very nice quality color. Would you like one? I was going to get
2: something else. Maybe oh, that's,
0: that's right. You can't have that. You're, you're, uh, what are you talking about? I, serve, I served beer yesterday. I've been drinking
2: beer since yesterday. Oh,
1: and you had, just had sauceless balls? Yeah. they the best sauceless balls he ever. You just had sauceless balls. You was worried about the sugar, and you're drinking beer? I don't want to eat a loaf of bread and drink a loaf of bread. <laughs> okay, fair enough.
3: What is fair the enough. diet that you're on? Uh,
2: literally 90%. 99% what I use meat. Okay. Like in Vegas, at the house in Vegas, we went through 70, 72.5 pounds. Oh, so you're
0: one, you're one of these guys who rented a house yeah. in Vegas. Now, who did you have in this house at the trade show in Vegas?
2: Uh, me, Casey, my buddy Tom from Kentucky, my buddy Joe from Minnesota, good friend from Indiana. It was, we just went in. I said, listen, three things sell fucking cigars, we eat, drink, have a good time. By the pool, all did ditch. they
1: work for you? Did they work the booth for you? Yeah, they work okay. I didn't right. you know they were just coming to tag along and have fun. Or they actually work? There's no free ride over here. Ah, <laughs> you put them, hey, you put them to work. in. I'll, I'll pay
2: for some shit, but you got you to break stuff down and bring it back up. Nice,
1: nice. So, before we had our little break, we were talking about your history, it wise, and working for the government. You're out in your patio, you're smoking a cigar, and you're saying to yourself, eh, You know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna do this. So, you basically. Got on a flight and went to
0: Nicaragua. No, it went to
1: Texas.
2: So, yeah, I was at the Underground Cigar Festival. Well, that's, that's where we're at. That's yes. exactly where we're yeah, at. Yeah, that's the exact yeah, point. That is the
0: exact point we were at. No, yeah.
2: no red question mark right now? We're good? No, we're good so yeah, far.
0: Cool. Don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
2: I, I met a uh, person, Noel Rojas, and I asked him, you know, uh, I want to make my own cigar, this and that. And he straight up told me, he's like, brother, he goes, I, I have 10 people a day ask the same thing to me. He goes, if you're serious, show up. So literally, like four months later, you know, after, you know... Getting all my paperwork, everything's, you know, legit. Uh, I told him, hey, I'll be there Saturday. And he's like, all right, call me when you're at the airport. Got in a car, ran it. He's like, how do I get there? He's like, go 80 miles north. When it first when <laughs> take a left, <laughs> call me when <laughs> you're at the Polo sta- Chicken at the statue in Esteli. So that's what happened.
0: Wow. Oh wait, a pollo Chicken statue oh. in Esteli. There's
2: a, there's a restaurant with the statue where the bus corner's at. Oh. So he's said like, meet me at the statue, and that's where I did Wow. Yeah, and uh, the Red Knight Tour was the first cigar I blended. Actually, that day. Uh, I, you know, Wait, say, the
3: first day you're in Esteli, you, 100%. you blend the cigar?
2: I still have my bags. I didn't even check into my uh, hostel at the time with a uh, lady from Amsterdam who runs it right by Aegis Place. Mm-hmm. I still have my bags in the car. And he's like, when do you want to start? I was like, listen, I did come here for fucking vacation. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to work. I'm here seven days. It's rock and roll. And it was like around midnight that night. I, I, I'm like, I, I love this blend. He goes, give it three days. Try it again. Smoke it again with coffee. And so, literally, you know, we went out, and started looking at tobacco the next day. The third day, woke up, smoked it. Still loved it. He's like, What you do you uh, want to do? Fuck, man. Let's start with 5,000 cigars. He goes, are You sure? I go, Dude, I didn't come here to make 200, 300. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And just, it's, it's been like a fucking hockey stick. How long ago was that? that? That was. So, the cigar released November. No. November twenty ninth, two thousand fifteen.
1: Now it released. You were selling it directly to consumers. Correct. Facebook. How did Instagram. you?
2: How did you let people know? You just threw Facebook group. I mean, I talked to everyone on Facebook. You know, at this time I'm collecting. You know, vintage. I'm doing deals back and forth, and people are seeing what I smoke. And okay, so you
3: had some kind of a, a yeah, presence yeah. in the cigar world just, just from being a consumer. Correct, 100%. Okay. and uh,
2: like One of the greatest like, uh, lines a review guy did, he goes, we've all seen this motherfucker smoke. We've seen what he smokes. <laughs> he made a cigar. I want to try it. So, I mean, when people say what I spend on ads and marketing, I smoked vintage Cubans for like a year. That, that I just enjoyed myself and you know, just critiquing stuff and just looking at stuff. And... Most of the sales that or that original release went overseas. And so when you're seeing guys, you know, with walking humidors the size of their shop, you know, got 100,000, 150,000 cigars in their collection, all vintage stuff, and they're buying the non human cigar, why, why is JSK in this guy's humidor?
1: What, what, what was the connection overseas that made it popular overseas right away?
2: Well, I was, uh, I was buying vintage David, I also was buying uh, vintage Cuban. So you were dealing with people overseas? Yeah, okay. Exactly. And, uh, you know, email, like, hey mate. I see you got your own cigar. I'd like, like to buy some. Guys in Sweden got like, you know, four guys together, 10 guys together. We all buy a box, ship it one box. And so now my presence, you know, as I'm sleeping, I wake up to like 200 messages of people smoking my cigars overseas. <laughs> wow. And it just kept building and building and building. And it, it got to the point where they're going to the importer. We want these cigars. So now I have the importers for the countries contacting me. We'd love for you to come out to Dortmund. And so that I went to IPCPR the first time, which is all right. And, but when I went to Dorbin, that was a totally different scale. You know, you're dealing with the guy who's buying all the cigars for the entire country. Right. You know, so that put in perspective what I was looking at. And did you have enough cigars to supply somebody like that? No, there, there was plenty of times where, <laughs> you know, the batch would come in, it would sell out before it lands in my house. Because I was picking up the cargo in Chicago, I housing it my uh, walking in my house. You know, and I tell people in the cigar industry, thank you because. Uh, those first two years, my daughter learned how to count to 15. I got 15 <laughs> steps to my basement. So, every, you know, my daughter's like, hey, I want to c- come. So I'm like, all right, we, there's days where I have to call off work and ship 200 boxes out. Oh, wow. And I'd, I'd make my daughter count every 15 steps to my walk in. We'll get the stuff and kind of another 15 back up. So <laughs> I tell people in the cigar industry from day one, like, thank you, my daughter learned how to count wow. 15. But after 15, it took about a year to fit. Tell her 16, 17. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a beautiful thing, you know. So. And it just kept going and kept building and kept building. Everything that cu- kept coming in was sold out before I had it. So next shipment was two, three months later. You know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring in cigars that weren't ready. You know, uh, if it's working, why break it? Right. Uh, so, and then my orders kept doubling, tripling, and
3: and this was at that time, this was one blend. This was the Red Night Toro. Wow.
2: And then I went back and I did the Robusto, the Llanos, and the Lancero. Same thing. You know, I'm like, let's just do five thousand of each. It just kept selling out. And now it's just like, you know, I need to ramp it up because now I got overseas. They were like, yeah, I want 300 boxes. I want, you know, 100 boxes here. Let's test order here. So, so. the in-
0: in- interesting question Since you've had this where it's kept just spiraling and just continuing to grow. Yeah. And as we saw on uh, the previous part of when we started the show, you said, you know, you're still working for the government in IT. Yes, 100%. Do you, do you have a point of where you view you're not going to be able to? do that anymore and you're going to have to so. get out and just focus on this 100% or do you have a, a line of, okay, this is how much I've sold and now, now I can just do this 100%? Right.
2: It's not a numbers thing with me. I'm waiting for the FDA to final decision on the FDA. I could have quit my job two years ago. Right. But I'm the type of guy in my head, I'm like, I'm doing 19 years of government IT Mm-hmm. For me, that extra one year to say I've been doing 20 years, you know, enterprise level IT. Not to us.
0: mention the government pension that's coming yeah. into your. Yeah, which is yeah. Not, t- not too 14, shabby. 14
2: paid holidays, exactly. you know, pretty much like four weeks off. One yeah, week why, time. why yeah. give that up? Yeah. Yeah, and my, my boss is cool with it. I work seven to two. Mm-hmm. He goes, if you've got to travel, I mean, there's been times where I'll call him on a Wednesday, like, listen, i got to go to Texas tomorrow. Bring your laptop, I don't care. Because you could do, if do if your work from yeah. anywhere. Except it's to leave because we had, like, rolling blackouts. And he called, <laughs> me, he called me one time. He's like, I, need, I really need you to sign in. And I was like, listen, we just lost power for 20 minutes. We might get for five minutes and it might go back. So I really can't work from here. But he totally understands. Like, when I go overseas, when I'm in Germany, time difference, I'm working at my hotel room, then hitting the trade show, and then also working from my phone from the trade shows, too. So it's... I'm always working. You know, just like yesterday, you know, me and Casey were driving back to the house. And I got a phone call. You know, a printer issue. Something simple. But I knew I couldn't walk the guy through it. I'll see right. him. Right. You know, so it's. So I do a lot of like outside consulting stuff like that, so.
1: So at, at what point now, and at this point, you're still selling directly by yourself. You're all percent At what point did you make a decision or how did it come about where you decided to now attack brick and mortar stores and other retailers and, and stop dealing directly with consumers?
2: So I mean, I had shops, big shops, like you as yourself, you know, it was like, you know, I'd love to support you, but you got to go, you know, get offline. But, you know, the money's great. Know, we're, we're both capitalists, am I wrong? Right, the
1: margin's great. The margin's the, vo- great. the volume's a lot harder. Correct. That's the problem.
2: I had certain shops were like, listen, I'll support you, but you know, it, on, on my website, I can punch in zip codes, and my site would automatically not let you buy because you're from that zip code. Oh, wow. So I had agreements with you know, a shop in Atlanta. I won't ship to no one in downtown Atlanta or in like a 20-mile radius. Right. So I had that in a few places, but it got to the point where shops were calling me or message. The first day of the trade show uh, last year... When I, when I made a comment, I'm going brick and mortar around the world, no more online. One of the first shops walked up to me, opened up his Facebook, showed me the message. He goes, I sent you this in 2015. He goes, are you ready? I go, I'm ready. Open the account. So there was a line already to buy the cigars in shops. Right. I mean, I was still hesitant because, you know, the margins were great. But it's probably the best decision I ever made for the company.
1: For growth. I mean, it 100%. The, it depends
2: where you want to stay at,
1: right? I mean, yeah. some guys want to make this amount of money, and sell this to me, and they're comfortable with it, right? That's not me. And, and if you want to grow, that, the path And that's to what growth. I want to do. I love yeah.
2: traveling. I love talking to people. I love drinking, smoking. You know, if I was online, I wouldn't be on this table. You wouldn't have. Well, you might have, but
3: yeah.
1: Maybe.
2: May, not in the store. No, not <laughs> in the
1: store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've,
3: we've, had, we've had guys on before that just sell direct to consumers. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: We, we, we treat the show really separately yeah. from the shop, but we've had guys that either we don't carry their cigars or they're direct sellers. But yeah, JNV
3: reti- cigars have yeah. been here before.
1: On a retail level, I, I, it's one of the things that you know, I kind of say. I mean, you gotta pick a lane. Either you want to yeah. be, a, if you're selling directly online, then you're just another retailer. So I mean, yeah, kind of.
2: I mean, the direct consumer was really good because I've created pockets all over the world where I, 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 don't spend a dollar in advertisement, marketing, nothing. It's word of mouth. You know, I, I have guys that smoke my stuff for two years from day one, telling their shop, you need to call this guy. You need to bring it in. Right. And it's, that's how it went into it. And it was such a presence of build of that. And I told my wife, I was like, listen, online sales are done. I told her, I told her you can do another job because she, she was doing some, she was packing some stuff too. Right. And now my wife's like, what am I going to do? i got nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, so,
0: well, she can ship to the retailers now.
4: Nah,
2: she play with the kids now. now okay. it, it,
1: <laughs> at this point, because we were bouncing around because you and I talked yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, I think I might be bouncing around the evolution here. Um, at this point, when you decide to go brick and mortar, are you still using Noel uh, uh, to produce your cigars? No. Okay. So you, you, We talked about you going down to Nicaragua. You mm-hmm. met this guy. He started making your cigars 5,000 yeah. at a time. How long was he making cigars for you before that changed?
2: It would be uh, a year in like, no, sorry, that was 2015. so 2000, two, th- January 1st, 2018. Is when I made an announcement wheel. But the decision was made in my in my book, uh, October 2016, when I was in overseas uh, doing inter tobacco. So it's you know. coming
1: up. It's coming up. Opens like two years that you yeah. you've been doing it. So what led to that? Uh, Did you know anything about how to run a factory, how to watch a ro- <laughs> because well, I mean, listen, to me, no, 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 no I didn't. It's just you like know, this business, uh, you know. I, I if I could, if I could blend cigars, doesn't mean I don't know how to manage rollers, 100%. right? And, and 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 make sure the quality control is right. So I mean. I mean, that's a whole new thing that you probably
2: weren't thinking about or paying attention to. So I, I developed a relationship with the, the guy that was there, the manager who run the whole thing.
1: The factory manager.
2: Yes, but he ended up going to another factory, so I mean, he wasn't even working at Noelle's when we were talking. And he was, he's like, brother, he goes, I would love to have my own factory one day. And I was like, you know what? If I ever get the opportunity to, I'd love to work with you. you know, me and you, that's it. And the opportunity came up. Uh, when I was overseas. Some parts of the story I I do not bring up publicly. Sure. Because I'm just not that guy. Right. But if it gets brought up somewhere else, then I can can be that guy.
1: It was a bad parting of ways. It wasn't a good parting of ways. It was
2: a bad parting of ways, but, you know, we still talked, and it is what it is, and we just, you know, just parted ways. And and,
1: and that gentleman that you're talking to, he's your partner in the factory now.
2: Correct. Roniel. Okay,
1: and he, and he handles the operations, the day-to-day yes. operations down at the factory.
2: It got to the point where I needed someone at that factory every day. Absolutely. I, I, and, you know, Noel was going back and forth like every month, every two months, and then every three months. I'm a guy, if I ask a question, I need an answer in 24 hours. I don't care if it's the wrong answer or bad answer. I, 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 need, yeah. I need to move on this. I need to find a resolution to this question. And so some stuff I was hearing back and forth took a week, which I should have known right away. Right. And... Y- you it
3: didn't feel like the priority, so, I mean... 100%. Now you're in control of it.
2: Yeah. I, 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 we talked about de- deconstructing food. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not that tobacco guy mm-hmm. where, hey, just tell me what's in it. Right. I want to go see where it's grown. I want to see the guy who's growing it. I want to see where they're fermenting it. I want to be able to pick my own bales. I want to do this. Right. So, now I have my own range. I can do what I want, go to any farm I want. If and you buy tobacco on top of
1: You guys roll there, but you buy tobacco. You yeah, we buy tobacco. You're tobacco not tobacco. growing any tobacco. No, no, okay. no, no. That's a whole. That's a whole, y- that's a whole Not yet. Whole yeah. No, that's,
2: <laughs> I, I, tried, I tried to actually. Uh, so on my mother's side of the family in Macedonia, they used to grow tobacco back in the day. Really? And I, always, I had this dream. I wanted to take Cuban tobacco, send it to Macedonia, where they grow the, some of the best grapes in the world for wine. Wow. And I wanted to grow tobacco there, export it out to Nicaragua, and make like, the true 100% Macedonian Cuban seed coral. To me, that would have been like, that's my white whale. Mm-hmm. But now we're talking into corruption. Macedonia, hun- it's rated 110% corrupt. They gave it the extra 10%. 110%, 110% corrupt. 110% corrupt. So it's a government control. They, they grow all the tobacco for Philip Morris, all the Turkish tobacco. Right, right. There. right. And they pretty much looked at me and was like, get the fuck out of here. Wow. <laughs> Plain and Simple that's and that's how it happened so that got killed but you know it it, it might change in 15 years you You can still have a dream well
0: yeah absolutely very few
2: people
1: at at, at your level have their own factory it's it's not really common it's not a common step especially this early in the game for you because when i first heard that you had your own factory i i i I can't remember who who i was talking to maybe i was talking to casey i was i was like well does he have really his own factory or does he have like the rocky patel early days factory where they just took the sign and when, when Rock- they're
3: rolling his cigars. Well, they, Rocky's they a- stuff
1: was early on. I mean, Rocky has his own factories now. Yeah. But yeah. early on in the day, he was the Placencia factory. And basically when he bring a tour to town, they take the Placencia sign down and put the yeah. Rocky up. So i like, does he have his own factory like that? Or yeah, he yeah. That, yeah. He's like, no, he's got his own factory and he's got a partner do down J's there. Case.
3: So how often are you in Nicaragua? So I
2: have a trip to go in October. I was supposed to go two days before all this shit happened last year. Okay. Uh. My flight was supposed to be April 19th. She hit the fan around the 18th. I called United. I was like, listen, like, I'm not going. The guy I work with down there is telling me, do not come. They're like, fuck you. We're not going to re- refund your money. Really? The 20th is when the government made it, like... Do not go. Do not go. Yeah. And that's when I got my money back okay. from United. Uh-huh. And, uh, right. Because I, I was telling them, like, it, this is before it broke the news here in the States. Right. And when the government classified it, you know, like, a this no schedule of travel no, and yeah. don't go. No goes that's on. when, you know, they called me back and was like, we understand, so... We got you.
0: You're, you're, yeah. Please accept this refund. So we plan apologize. I back in October.
1: Now, how many pairs do you have? Twelve. Uh, you have 12 pairs. 12 couples. So t- and and how, how many cigars are you guys producing?
2: Max capacity, we can do about 40000 a month.
1: Are, are, you, are you operating at that capacity or are you working uh, up toward it?
2: We're getting to the point where, where we're going to surpass it, so we're actually looking at a bigger spot. Really? Yes. Wow.
1: And that's strictly just producing your your line of products now. Correct.
3: Now, what is that, Abe, in the in the scheme of, of factories? Like uh, what it, is
1: that? It, it, it's it's a lot for a, a small guy, right. but it's yeah. extremely small. Right. You know, uh, I mean, I, in, in the realms of factory. I mean, he's he. I love in this industry how a lot of times they they, you know, a lot of people call themselves boutique cigar mas- manufacturers like estate did for years. I
0: love that. Even though they always try to classify themselves as acids, the number two selling cigar in right, the entire world. Right.
1: Right. No, this is a legitimate boutique size business. Yeah.
0: Well, well his
3: one of his sayings and and boutique so is is so yeah boutique exactly. Is boutique as fuck. fuck. Yeah. He his his social following is huge, obviously, as we've found all right. today. And it's all right. So <laughs> and it broke the computer. Yes. Yeah. He right. crashed the computer. <laughs> yeah. Basically. How's that? An IT
2: guy breaks the fuck. You ever see a chiropractor with a bad back? i'm gonna steal that one
3: that's good yeah yeah that's true so this this year at the ipcpr you are actually uh there was a lot of news about you before the show even started never heard of it so (laughs) i was
1: gonna work up to that lines but go ahead well no well so
3: this is what your this was your third ipcpr or fourth Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh,
2: I went to one, I skipped one, and then went to the last two. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, la- the second one, because I, 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 that's the year FDA came out. Yep. So, listen, I got some feed over in Europe. Let me go ground and pound Europe for a good year. And if it's still you know, feasible in the U.S., depending on the FDA, I'll go back to the
3: show. Okay. So, And this year when you went to the IPCPR, how many blends did you come with?
2: Uh, so, I had NUGS, but I couldn't display it. Right. Which well, which so, bullshit. that's we're getting to that. Yeah, yeah. We're getting so to that. I had, I had all the red nights. Uh, my new Tyrannical line, four, four, four sizes in each blend. Which is a Connecticut. I smoked one earlier. And I'm, I'm not.
1: I'm not a big Connecticut guy. There are Connecticut cigars I like, but I'm, you know, I, I never Very get sl- handed slim slim a. C- margins. Uh, yeah, and I get handed a Connecticut cigar, and my never initial reaction is, "Oh, great, right?" Okay. <laughs> I actually enjoy that cigar a lot. I've smoked three of them now. It's and delicious. It's actually a really good it's Connecticut. Power, strength, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, but it's a, balanced. It doesn't have the typical initial. Bitter, metallic, barnyard grass. Yeah, the, the instant you put it on your lips, even you know most
2: guys are like, "Let me go make that cohiba out of Nicaragua."
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I'm a biter. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't cut my cigars. I bite all my caps off. Savage. So I'm. I'm oh, yeah. One less thing I got to carry. True. So I think I, I lost three cutters since <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm a biter. So I, it, I never enjoyed biting a Connecticut cigar because you get that taste right yeah. away, right? But that didn't have it.
2: Yeah, my my very first Connecticut uh, was was lot no sunset and you know white band gold, and I was developing it. And is it still in production? It. So it will come back. You're in talking production. about it like it's in the past. Uh, it that was with Noel. Oh, uh, got it. But see, I I I blended everything, so I know my own blends. All I right. know what tobacco, what pink is to go to, and everything.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, you so were involved enough. One hundred percent,
2: down down to you know the personal hand level. Right. So that cigar will go back in production at the end of this year. Should, I want to bring it back at the show. That was my first, because I hate Connecticut's too. That's a strong word. I'm just not a fan of most of them. <sighs> they bore me. Well, th- But the problem
1: is you, it's have, it's to have, it's you well, it's have to have them. You have to have it for the consumer. I have the perfect analogy for Connecticut cigars, right? I call them the sweet and sour chicken of Chinese food. I like that analogy. Right? Yeah. Nobody ever walks out and says, well, I just had the best sweet and sour chicken. You know, it's the same. It's the same, ever, but it's the number one probably dish ordered in every Chinese restaurant in the it's country. It's the king of But no courses. one gets excited over sweet and sour chicken, no. right? So th- that's how I always take a look at no, Chinese Cigars. It's like cigars. a General
2: tower or something like that. Actually. Right. Know, different story. Yeah, orange beef, something a little yeah.
1: different. Let's get you a little know, change of pace going on. For <laughs> happiness, whatever. 100%. But, yeah, I mean, that's how I look at Connecticut. And the name is interesting. How, how did you come up with the name? So
2: "Zlatno Sonson means Golden Sun.
1: No, I'm a tyrannical buck.
2: Tyrannical buck is my spin on something completely what I normally do. So, I mean, people were saying, like, uh, I created a certain knock, which released the same time as Zlatanol So what I did with those two releases, I created a Maduro that was almost like the to medium, a ton of flavor, because I wanted to trick the consumer. Consumers always think, you know, dark means strong. Right. Light means weak. That's
1: a common misnomer.
2: Yeah, so when you, if you're, at that time, you're grabbing my Connecticut, it, it, it would kick you in the dick. It's a powerhouse. Right. And Maduro was a lighthouse. And a tyrannical came up is I got... How do I say this without talking shit to people? Uh, I got tired of people like, producing power with no flavor. So I want to create a powerful cigar with a ton of flavor, balanced... People think I'm an asshole online <laughs> until they meet me. I mean, people tyrannical. So people call me Buck before. Oh, uh, yeah. He so called it's you Buck. Like I heard you called Buck earlier. Yeah. So kind of he like said that was his Facebook name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. So it's kind of like a resurrection of me losing the Buck on Facebook, Come Got back with the, dinosaur with the crown on, Got tyrannical it. Buck. Like I'm back in this blend. So <laughs> interesting. Uh, let's see here. This is the Red Knight Robusto.
0: First line you'd made.
2: Uh, yeah, Red Knights.
0: Get that out there! Oh yes. Now, now you're, you're w- where, where did the ahead. artwork come from? Because you got a right. couple of lines on there. I want there. to take this out of Cello. Cell really, so the artwork.
2: Uh, I was in a cigar. Group. It, it's a
0: very interesting, like very almost Harry Potter esque <laughs> logo. I have to say. You know what? I it's mean, very. It's very gold. Cool. Now that you yeah. say it, it is very Harry. I mean, I would have Well, I, just, it, I was just watching Fantastic Beasts and the of Grindelwald is? last night, so we kind of just th- got onto that. Yeah. in The same kind of a vein. It does definitely seem. And right it's, on there. And
3: it's, it seems, it's, it's classic, like a yeah. like, yeah, kind of regal. Kind of,
0: yes, yeah, exactly. It's very regal, very vintage English. kind of yeah. modern, regal. Yeah. Look. And
3: this is a great story because you, know, so tell us how you found the graphic designer that you work
2: with. So we're in a Facebook group together, and Nozel is, he works for a pharmaceutical company, does all the media artwork out of Singapore, and he loves cigars. And we're in the same chat, we're talking about, hey, I, I, I think I might make my own cigar. He's like, I'd love to make my first cigar band. You know, this guy is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And I was like, this is what I'm looking
2: for. I want, like, the vintage, old-style kind of Cuban look with the modern European look to it, Yasim yes Kral. And so I told him. And that was the first prototype he sent me. They,
1: they, when you told him the name, was he like, what? Pretty much. How, how, I mean, how much? I get it all the time. So that, that's push back <laughs> to get the name. That later.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that's how, like, JSK stem. Because people can say Yasmin yes Kral, so they just called it JSK. And they kept calling it Red Knight because, you know, Yasin Crown means I am king. So people were saying, you know, it's kind of like you know King's Arthur, the Round Table. Right. Which I kind of thought at one point I was gonna do like kind of a, a nice Cuban style humidor with all my blends. You know what I'm saying? Really nice, carved up, you know, done right. And, and then and you
0: and then you saw the production value, uh, production cost, and what that was gonna run, and said, oh uh, no.
2: State-wise, yeah. But when I was overseas in Dortmund, like when you're actually speaking to the manufacturer right. from China or yeah. Vietnam or whatever, yeah. But that's when I started like parting ways with Noel. I knew I, I wasn't going to be here, so I kind of started restructuring things. I stopped making the Zlatino, I stopped making the Zlatanosenses. I stopped making the, I stopped making the Uh I stopped uh, Rudy's blend. I did with uh, Rudy's Cigar Shop in Fort Wayne. You know, local Indiana guys. They call me. They're Fort like, Fort Wayne. Like you're an Indiana guy. We're an Indiana shop. We sell Indiana wine, Indiana beer. We want to sell Indiana cigars. Huh? Oh, so uh, like, that's cool. Know, that's, yeah. I'll swing by. But uh. That's when I started transitioning to a new factory. I was like, listen, I'm going to start with I'm going to re- revive the Red Knight because there's that stigma. If you leave a factory, your cigars not going to change the same, or it's not going to taste the same. First review at the show came out when I when they decided brick and mortar. They did a side by side test both cigars and completely identical. So that that is when people knew I was serious. You know, if, if I can recreate my blend somewhere else, most people they don't know the true blend. You know, you're in you're in someone's pocket. Why would they let you out? Right, right. So absolutely. right in
3: theory, in theory, the way it would normally work with somebody that has a brand that they're not necessarily making in their own factory, they get a couple of samples from a manufacturer. They maybe say, "I want a little bit more of this." A little no, bit more that's kind of that. kinda
1: like how I do it. Okay. You know I mean, a lot of people do go down, get mm-hmm. more involved in their blend. I'm not a blender. Right. I couldn't tell you what this leaf I, and I never make myself out to be but you, you know, do which, know what you like I know I like I know what certain leaves might do to a taste but that's not blending right, right? right. I know if I salt the steak it's going to taste salty right mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I know how to you know, concoct a whole meal so um, I, I never make myself out to be I know there are guys out there who you know, do you know, right. whatever but that, that's not my stick so when I've done projects that's what I've done I've kind of went to a guy like Risky would tell him, look, this is what I'm looking for, kind of flavorful. Wow, this range, <laughs> maybe spicy, maybe not spicy. Mm-hmm. I would get sticks, we'd smoke a bunch. Sometimes one of the bunch would be a hit off the bat. we love this one. Right. Sometimes it wouldn't. But that'd be the one we like the most, but it needs something a little bit more and we we'd need go to back to tweak it like Yeah, okay. we'd go back to a round oh, yeah. two, a round three. I don't think we've ever gotten more than four times before we found something we like. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes oh, it's down. usually just the first or second round, you know, a little tweak here and there. But not everybody blends, you know, and some people like to I think they're blenders, but it's not. It's I gotta a, imagine it's that a it's real it's art it's form. It's kind of yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of like form. a gift.
3: Like you ha- you either have it or you don't.
1: Yeah. It's being able to understand the nuances of flavors, like like Rizky was saying earlier. Somebody mentioned him because he cooks food and he understands food, and, and he, he makes his own wine, and he, he, and he makes his own food. moonshine, yes. which I want to get into too. So yes. 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 Yeah, let's talk we can. So yeah. so well, he he already has the skill sets in basically kind of other aspects that require the same
0: you know skill. Right. Yeah. So, uh, back Wait, to the whole moonshine, can I, can I get there? No, let's off let's, topic. let's go let's I, stay off with topic, the topic. Off topic. Yeah. Let's stay then? with the topic. We're, we're going to get to that. Oh, but I want right. to talk
3: stay on the cigar on the cigar talk cuz He wants to get to, get to this. This is what he's working on. Yeah. I, I do because this is this has been a huge story for everybody. It's it's actually, you know, a, a big reason why we reconnected cuz you were again, you were yeah. in the news and we saw you. So
0: got banned from the trade Show floor. So
3: what we are all smoking right now is, it, is uh, the is it nugs? Yes. 100%. Okay. It's not. It's, so it's plural nugs. Nugs. N-U, okay. N u g g s. So that's what we're all smoking Pat now. Bending. And ah, oh, crap! I was about to ask you. are slow, man. You had one too many beers over there. And correct me <laughs> if I'm <was laughs>
0: building up to it. I was letting you feed. Okay. Correct me
3: <laughs> if I'm wrong, Risty, But this is the first CBD infused cigar on on the market in the United States. Is that correct? Or it's one of the first.
2: This is the first CBD enhanced cigars. We really don't infuse them. Okay, great, because that's what I ah, get to. Okay, so it's enhanced. Right, yes. so, so Interesting. go so ahead and tell there, us There are that other means. people that tried this, <laughs> and if you try those cigars, I'm not knocking anyone, you know. I congratulate, you know, creativity. But on that those cigars, it tastes like cardboard, it tastes like sponge. You know, they just take the oil and spray the tobacco with it. Okay. It tastes like uh-huh. shit, like cherry
0: bullshit.
1: Well, I'm going to take, this is my second one I smoked. I smoked one mm-hmm. yesterday. And I, I'm going to tell you, when I first... I'm not going to lie to you, because yeah. I, you know, I don't do that. He anymore.
0: is on a tape. Yeah. But
1: when I heard about this whole project, I'm like, oh, I'm never bringing that cigar in. I, I mean, I literally said that just, to myself.
2: Just like every other retailer. I, I
1: just won't bring the cigar in. I'm, you know, I just wasn't, what you know, are
3: we going to do with that? It
1: just seemed to give me the word. But I'm going to tell you something. I, I, when I do smoke it, I, I do taste something that's uh, non-tobacco, right? Uh, what it, percentage? like one it, it, But it's, three, it's not an overbearing yeah. taste, right? I, I could just tell there's yeah. something in it. But it's also it's not, not, not a bad. bad taste. It's not Correct. a bad taste. It's not a chemical. It's not a, uh, right. uh, yeah. a, uh, I'm not getting any adverse yeah. flavors, but it's something distinctive that I could tell that I've not tasted when smoking cigars, Correct. right? Because at this point in my life, you know, 20-some years of smoking cigars, I've kind of got the gamut of well, flavors, you it, know. It,
0: it's the exact same conversation I had with the Mick the other night because I was like, am I ever going to get wowed again by a cigar? Because after this point in time, do you ever think you're going to be wowed again you know by you, a cigar? You know how you wow yourself again?
1: <laughs> yeah. You smoke a lot of bad cigars for a long period of time. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's what happens because you, you, you keep smoking a lot of the same stuff all the time that you like all the time because when I go back and try something that I used to enjoy that changes. I haven't smoked in a long time, I get, wow, am like, wow, why did I stop smoking this cigar? Right. You know, this is a good cigar.
2: cigar. Like the 2010, 2012, my father, Lim- Limitadas, they released. Right. So those are some of my favorite cigars. It's eight, when you try one again, yeah. you're like,
1: holy cow. So it does happen, but not if you're always going to smoke stuff like But, Right. But this is something that not only that now I would bring in, I did bring in, and we are bringing into our stores. Oh. And, um, but, you know, I'm not a big into the, you know, yeah. THC, B- CBD culture and all yeah. that. So, what exactly is the whole hoopla of CBD right now?
2: <sighs> CBD is. So. You're I, mean, I, think, I think the last well, time well, I saw well, this
1: well, much buzz about well, something was Viagra. Well, well, <laughs> well I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, work, I feel right? like we need to back up just
0: slightly. Well, be- back be- up. Okay. What made you want to create a CBD cigar? Because okay? of the hype. No. No. Ah, see there you
2: go. Okay, well there you so go. So, all right. At this moment, I'm taking CBD. I'm, I'm selling CBD wholesale. I have my okay. own. Who's uh, your CBD.com? Is me. Oh. Okay. I'm the first registered CBD company in the state of Indiana. To the point where they thought I knew inside information. I just spent 700 bucks to trademark and everything because I heard it might get legal. Right. So right. I just right. beat everyone to it. Yeah. It's 700 bucks. Whatever. It paid off. So, I'm so, I have my own retail. I'm doing CBD. I have a lot of people in the cigar industry that want to try CBD. And they're going through me because I'm a straight dude. I, I talk to you 100% straight. I'm legit. And I tell them, you know, you're not going to fail a drug test. Or, you know, all my stuff's third-party lab tested. I disc golf a lot.
0: Oh, really? You, you what? Disc, disc golf. golf. Oh, he's a disc golfer. No, like, I don't like disc golf, but I will do it for my friends. Or oh. huge disc golfers, yes. So I normally
2: yeah. take my CBD and I'll smoke a cigar while I am disc golfing. And yeah.
0: we're disc golfing
2: one day. I forgot my CBD. My buddy...
1: Like, now, why do you take it? Uh,
2: Joints helps me sleep. Uh, is,
1: that, is that the claim? Is that, is that, is that what they say? CBD. Do I mean, that's what I'm why CBD? is everybody on the CBD, CBD right now? Uh, I see it everywhere I go. There's something CBD. It, it helps it.
3: you sleep too. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, it, yeah. I I mean, is, is, that,
1: is that your personal thing or is that a medical fact?
3: So I don't know if it's, it's medically proven, but I know the reason why I have taken it in the past was because I. I so I, I work with a, a, a marketing company that markets CBD oils yeah. as well, and uh, a couple of our clients have sent a sample. And all the guys I work with take it to, they all have insomnia because we're in the advertising yeah. world. Yeah, it never, it's, like c- it's like cigars, it never turns off. Say, Your life is cigars. constant, <laughs> yeah. So it is, it's just like mellows you. It doesn't, it's not a high, it's nothing like that. It's I didn't like
1: expect to be high. I'm just saying, is anything that, that is any of the positive effects of CBD, it, is it medically proven yet? Or is it like the vitamin world where it's all just It they will,
2: they will not medically prove it until the government has control of it, until they can make their money on it. They will not... Correct. Like, it is against the law for me to state it will cure something. Right. Right. If I do that, I get shut down. Because it's not FDA... It's not FDA approved. And once it's FDA approved and they set the regulations and everything, how they're trying to do with us and cigars, then the test will come out, the scientific studies, so they can make, you know, their their, their percentage on it. Yeah, this
1: is the inside... Of the lid of the box. Correct. Let me okay. get that on there. Yeah. You have some data on the inside of the lid of the box. What exactly is this?
2: So that, that data is specific to the Farm Bill. If you want to sell CBD, you have to meet certain packaging requirements. And just like on the bottom of the box or on the band, you have a QR code. If, if you scan that QR code, the CBD that's used in the cigar is, will take you to third-party lab results ah. outside of the company I work with to verify what you're claiming is in this product so that qr code isn't for the state of indiana I, I you know i went to the Capitol. i i sat down i did uh when they wrote the packaging bill i knew what was coming and i talking to the lab in colorado i'm like you know this cigar was supposed to come out in february but after seeing the qr code you know, i spent another two months developing that do it right uh the guy in colorado was like they're going to push that across all 50 states so instead of just making cigars for state of Indiana with the QR code and then sending the rest of the other states, I just Did it for everybody. across the line. Right. And uh, now I'm actually, I have a licensing deal with another cigar company that wants me to infuse their flavors. So Now, infuse or enhance? Enhanced. 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 They, they want to call it infused, but they wanna someone call else it owns, it. owns a trademark that I will not use that on the packaging. Got it. So
3: can you, can you tell us anything about the process? You don't, you don't do yeah. it at the factory, correct?
2: I can't tell you the process when it leaves the factory because I have a patent on how it's packed, how it's delivered, how it arrives at the...
1: Because even the cello is something interesting. I'm going to get a close-up the
2: That's on the patent as well.
1: I've never seen a cello where the bottom's cut like that and not folded over.
3: I honestly thought that Casey did it for me when he handed me the cigar just to make it easier to pop it out. Uh, But that's part of the That's that's part of of the 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 patent
2: because... I guess it needs to breathe. No. It's the very first batch of 2000 I did. We're in bundles with the cello folded over. So now, when you have three three laboratory scientists working on, on this at 150 right, 150 dollars an hour of labor, <laughs> <laughs> those, t- those two thousand cigars literally cost me two thousand dollars in labor because wow. it took three days just to unsell the packaging. I and mean, we sat down. I, I listen. I'm, like, I'm like, listen. We're all smart fucking guys here. I do tobacco. You guys do CBD. We need to figure out how I can get these next batch to you to effectively enhance them. And we sat down, figured it out, pl- mapped the whole thing out. So what it took me to do 2,000 cigars in two days, I can literally do about 20,000 cigars in one eight-hour shift. So it cut back on $150 per hour per person. Yeah. It drastically. Yeah. So it, that's why it's like that because. And that's the savings,
0: ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> because right. if
2: another company does try to do this, I, I've gone down so many roads where I knew where the faults were. At. Yeah, you've right. done the trial and error now. You know, two so. years. Two years I spent on this that cigar before. The blend came to the U.S., you know, just to how to figure out to do all this.
3: So, so now this year at the IPCPR, uh, I know Coop talked about it. The Dojo guys talked about it. Uh, I guess a, a while before this, the, the IPCPR, they said days. that no, CP, no, no CBD. Days.
2: It was 12 days? I already got my hotel. I got all my shit. I got my signs going there. Logistics already paid for it. And 12 fucking days, you tell me. I can't. And they said
3: it. no CBD products at all. What, but what the, was um, their reasoning? Was it the SANS itself it's the SANS that the not com-
2: commission. It involves with the licensing. You can't have it. But on the third day, a guy came up and he was like, there's another brand who has their CBD packaging. No. Because I, I have guys. Like, you know, We'll just say, like, hey, come to the booth. And I can't show you anything. I can't show you the box. I can't show you... you know, Couldn't show me anything. Nothing. Nothing at all. But this other guy, on the third day, they didn't give a shit what he did. Huh. So I was, I was pissed off. I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? So it that pissed me off even more. It's like, I can't even talk about that at that point. So it's just... I got singled out, but it was a blessing in disguise. You
1: got a lot of coverage.
2: Oh, all day. You got a lot of coverage. Oh, my phone there. was blowing up all day. I had, I, I, at first, I created this minimum. You had to bring in at least two, two reds, full toothpicks to qualify for Nugs. Shops were like, I don't want nothing else but Nugs. All right, how many you want to order? This much? All right, f- fuck the qualification. <laughs> <laughs> run run, run yes and sir. gun, man. Run let's and gun. <laughs> let's just start writing orders. So I t- let's I make told some the money. guys at the booth. So... They want just one box of nugs, Give it to me. Qualifications
1: over. Just sell. That's see, this is this is one of my biggest complaints in this industry, because I'm not in the disappointment business. That's my slogan, yeah. right? I'm in the making people happy business, right? I literally,
3: I literally heard you say that the other day on the phone during our meeting. I say it all the time. Yeah. I'm
1: not in the disappointment business. Don't you know, you know? Skip Martin, once again, go to my go-to guy for an analogy. You know, makes a post. I'm out of this. I'm sold out of this. This is gone in an hour. This is gone in 30 seconds. As soon as we can make this, this is gone. Well, great. Thanks for telling me you got nothing to sell me now. <laughs> you know, you have nothing to sell because everything you got is gone. You know I mean? I love him. God bless him in his business. Great guy. But for me, for what I do for a living and for how, how I feed my children, that model, that model does not work for me. Nope. I don't want, you know, even when like Drew Estate makes these four boxes uh. or something, I tell him keep it. All you're doing is causing, my me, time? Right? You're ca- you're causing me grief because I'm going to have a hundred guys calling, right? All right. these stores and you got yeah, four boxes. Especially when they go on the Facebook Live and they pick your name and the hat to say, oh, you've been one of the lucky 15 that's going to get four boxes. My phone would have rang off the hook, and what am I going to do with 40 cigars,
2: right? On and top of my clientele and if you don't base. And sell it so they're like, oh, the asshole. It's so All of a sudden, you know, I'm a bad guy, only. right? I'm a bad, bad guy. Guys. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not in that. I'm not in that business. So yeah, I'm from the mentality man. Sell. Yeah,
2: sell, 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 sell
1: stuff. I got guys all the time. I, I, I had one guy come in my shop. Wanted to buy a, a picture of my. I had a golden retriever with a cigar in her mouth. That's pretty cool, right? With sunglasses. Yeah. Like He wanted to buy that. I'm like, did you sell it to him? It's like, no, like, sell it to him. I can get take get another picture of my dog. <laughs> Are you you give me? better glasses this time. Sell it to him. I, I true story. I had this one guy. <laughs> a guy from Atlanta. I know exactly what this The is Atlanta way. one? Yeah. I had this one guy from Atlanta who, uh, these two businessmen, very affluent businessmen, would fly in and come to my shop on a regular yeah. basis. And I had uh, the light boxes. I had light boxes in my old stores. It was my second location. And there was an Oliva serie G light box. Okay. Right, And they had already changed the packaging. And I, this was an old light box, right? But because I didn't, thank you, sir. Now that's a bloody Mary. I gotta get that on camera. Hey so, so this light box is hanging on my wall and I had them all wired in. Let's get it let's just get a shot oh, of that. The big, delicious. Delicious, the big delicious. delicious bloody Mary. Look at that. So But I used to hardwire them in. Yeah. So we would literally cut the cord, hardwired in so we didn't have to turn them on and off all the time, right? So at night all the light boxes would be on and look nice at night when you were closed. Yeah. So this guy said, Oh I love that, that's my colors. I want that light box. I'll, I'll buy that from you. If I could have taken it down and give it to him, I, I, I would have. But I'm like, dude, this is old. I'll, I'll just call the company. I'll get a brand new one shipped to you. You don't yeah. really have to buy it from me. I'll get it you for free. And he kept telling me, you know, look, I really want to buy that. And I was trying to be nice to him. He's a good customer. Yeah, I'm going like, to help look, him out. I'm gonna get you a brand new one in the box for free. I promise. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to shuffle you off. And he let it go. And then an hour later, he goes, listen. I'll pay you fifteen hundred dollars for that box. I was like, shipp- shipping's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. Take we it. We took that sucker down. Guy's got it unhooked, it bagged it up. and He took it out the door. Dude, I Sorry, he wanted to buy it. What you, I you
2: know, What more can I do for the guy? You know, it's a true story. O- office like our story subject here. I, I, I like old old lawnmowers. I bought this old John Deere from like the seventies, made out of pure fucking steel. Redone, new motor, new deck, everything. Right? I'm sitting out cutting my grass. I got three acres. I'm cutting my grass. Guy, guy drives by, pulls in my driveway. He goes, You want to sell that thing? I go, What the mower? And he's like, I'm like, No, nah, it's not for sale. He goes, 2500 I go, Bring the trailer in 15 minutes. When <laughs> <up my grass> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Come man. pick it up. Let me it's, cut my grass. It's first. for sale. I mean, everything's <laughs> for sale.
3: <laughs> why, why old mowers? What, what is the quality? Quality. quality. Got it. All
2: right. Made out of steel. You buy the shit from Home Depot, or are you buying a new one in two years? All right, that's that's not. I, I don't like with you don't about. have enough yard yet, Paul. I don't own I don't
3: own, own a mower. I, a mower. I mean, oh. I
2: yeah, I won't pay someone to come. I'm super like particular in certain things. How just how my grass is cut, you know, everything. I'm particular, but I won't do it. It gives me a chance to finally relax well, from the road. He, out the I made
1: a deal when I got married with my wife. I said, <laughs> these are, I, I said these are the four cor- <laughs> off topic. Nope. No, this okay. is fine. We're we're talking about lawnmowers. I said, these are the four corners of our home, yeah. right? I said, I will take care of everything in the universe outside these four corners, but I don't want to change a light bulb when I come home. And I don't care if you pay somebody to do it. I, I just don't, don't want, want do I don't want to be bothered with it. <laughs> yeah. When I come home from work, I'm not cut, cutting the lawn. I mean, you, you can hire landscapers. You can hire construction guys. I, mm-hmm. I don't care. About, don't, I'm not going to be the honey. Don't ask c- me. C- I'm not coming home to a honey-do list after working all day. It's not happening. Huh. And it's been a pretty good arrangement. I wish you would have
3: right. given me that information before. You didn't ask. I didn't. I would have right. just told you
1: not to get married.
3: <laughs> you did actually tell me not was to
1: get you married. My son <laughs> was going your on the your wife would have said, it. get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> after she beat you down. Yes.
1: <laughs> after she gave, she gave you a beat down she of your life. She would have
0: beat you with oranges so there were no bruises. Right? <laughs> yes. a pillowcase. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I want to show the, the Buck cigar. We talked about it. And... Um, This is one of the bigger ones. I've been smoking the little bugger all all week.
2: You can smoke that after steaks. That's what we did in
3: Vegas. Now, that cigar I have seen a lot on social media. And I actually did not know that was your cigar. I've seen that label. Yep.
2: So the label's getting redone. This was just, you know, I had a a bunch of labels to get them out. But I'm redesigning. It's going to be the same, but it's going to be polished. Okay. So kind of follow the skew of, like, the high-end looking bands and everything else I do.
3: And you no, oh, that, and we should get back to that because the, so your guy is from Singapore. Mm-hmm. You wanted it to look old school, uh, almost empirical, or, or yeah, and, and it's like it, a
2: European kind of like modern look to it all. And, yeah.
3: and it does that. So this is the label for the for the nugs which we were all smoking. Let me ask you a question. Still and up. this is just a novice that doesn't know enough about it. If if I were to smoke two of these in a row does it enhance the effect of the cbd does it does anything change for me if i if i just smoke you know two or three of these cigars in a row
2: you would get 40 milligrams of cbd you'd start feeling you'd feel it a lot more so okay now
1: this is a 20 milligram Now you you are working on 100 milligram yeah yes
2: 100 will be on uh around the third or fourth week of august so
1: 100 would be five times the amount that's in this five times
2: the cbd twice
0: the price only can nah. you now twice only twice the price? Now, I, I like it because the way he said it doesn't sound so bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, five times the amount. It's only double the price. His it's a
0: Now when we're talking, when we're talking price point. What does so that actually pr- mean? The price point's going to be at. So uh, I think it's twenty-four it, bucks. Twenty-four for
2: twenty-four dollars on the shelf. So if you bought another brand CBD cigar which we talked about, mm-hmm. they're twenty-five dollars, but you're only getting five milligrams of CBD.
0: Really? Wow. I'm, gi-
2: I'm giving you one for twenty-four dollars and giving you a hundred milligrams of CBD. And, I, cool. and I'm able to do that because with my connections in the CBD world and working on that side since 2015 mm. so a cool t- uh, story about this band i'll tell you so the end of this band the first designer got rejected by the trademark because an old macedonian flag on the end really so th- well. i could i couldn't trademark uh, a country's flag huh. right. I reading, so i called you them back used it i could have
1: used it but but not trademark it okay exactly
2: the end of this band if you see the texture if you see like little like pelt texture there's a picture of my daughter wearing a very oh yeah, old-school, traditional village wedding outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the pelt from that wedding outfit on yeah, that band. I so I, I try to that. incorporate a lot of, like, family things in the stuff I do. So, like, me looking at that reminds me of my daughter. If I'm ever traveling and I see that band, it just reminds me of that picture of my daughter.
1: Now, your, your cigars are produced and then bought into the country and, and warehouse where?
2: In Texas with uh, Andrew, uh, Tobacco's Mundial. Uh, got it. So so he guy, he, he does all shoot. the shipping. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because when you. I was direct-to-consumer, he, w- he, w- he was telling me, man, you've got to be in a warehouse. For two years, I was like, no, leave me the fuck alone. I ain't doing that. I don't want to pay you this much for that. I'm right. doing it myself. But when I went to Brick and Mortar, I said, let me put the system in place where sh- retailers are not depending on me around my schedule to ship. We I mean, get something right. in place, something that's running, you know, 24/7. I just went through that with a guy named Juan Can't Ship. You know?
1: <laughs> Juan's a great guy. Juan Can't Ship. That's his new name. That's Juan my new name for Juan Can't <laughs> Sell. Juan Can't Ship. Juan Can't Ship. That's awesome.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, so I, hope,
1: I hope somebody tells him I said that on the air. Uh, I'm sure he's I'm watching. watching.
3: I'm sure he's watching. He's always watching.
1: Yeah, yeah. great guy. Very good guy. He just can't ship. Just can't ship. Give, well. an Give an order three weeks later, it's in limbo somewhere. Well, you just
3: you figured out who you need to speak <laughs> to.
1: Yeah, you need to talk to Bill Ives. You, want, you, you don't want to do any business, talk to Bill Ives. You call <laughs> Bill Ives. You want old fashions, you call Juan yeah, Kitson. You want to have, have a good time, talk to Juan. Yeah, you want to get product, talk right, to Bill. Right. right. You know, uh, just like the best. Bill's the pimp and Juan's the prostitute, right? You want to yeah. the time, you want to do business, you talk to the pimp. Yeah. Talk so, to the pimp. I don't know what to say. That may, might have been a bad analogy. I don't know.
2: Uh, you said I'm it, not me.
1: And now I got Bloody Mary's and CBD going on at the same time. You're so living no. life, man. So, um,
3: what's the next step? What's, what's in the future in the, in the next couple of Other years? Other than getting a stay. 100
0: milligram CBD right. cigar on the market in so, four to five weeks.
3: And is 100 milligrams a lot, by the way? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, don't know how know. to correlate it. It, it. it is quite a bit.
2: So, somebody that. So, like, the 100 milligram is going to have. It's, it, it's a cigar you don't want to smoke in the morning. That okay. cigar is something after you come home, your last cigar of the day. You want chill. Right,
3: you after want dinner chill. or, yeah, okay. You
2: know what I'm saying? The 20 is good for any time, any all day, every day. Okay. 24-7. The 100, consider it like an AM and PM NyQuil. Okay.
3: Okay. Ah, uh, that's a
0: good What idea. an analogy. Yeah. <laughs> what an analogy. This is what? the analogy show of Cam Talk Radio. Right. right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> so
3: what about a guy that has never taken CBD before? 20 milligrams is perfect for you. It's perfect. perfect. He has two of them. It's Especially still gonna you. be okay. Especially
1: yes. you if you're talking about yourself because you're a wuss. Well I've I've had it before you are but a wuss. it's
3: not a regular it's not a regular thing for me. But the I mean I feel great after smoking that. It was a it was yeah. a great cigar and I you know I smoke three four a day. I feel chill. You,
1: smoke one, at, you smoke one at night now, every night when you go to bed.
3: Uh, maybe. Well, I don't know if my wife will let me. You can buy me in.
1: <laughs> she won't let you because it's CBD, or she won't let you because it's a cigar. I don't want
3: to. I don't want to
1: talk about this. Why do you? You always get into but stuff that know. I don't want to talk about. You know, I'm, I, because I'm like, like Risty. I always get in there and very interested with things I don't understand, and I don't understand pansiness. Break it down. You find. So it you're like, you're it. my reference on what a weak man is. So <laughs> I need to analyze you to learn what a weak man is, right? So seriously, I mean, is it because it's a cigar or if, because it's CBD?
3: If I, it's probably, it's because it's a cigar. So
1: because if you smoke a cigar night, then you have to do a complete shower, toothbrush, everything before she would get near you? Yeah. Okay. That's. All. I just
3: want to be clear. But I, ha- I happen to still sleep in the same bed as my wife, which is something that you said after five, ten years won't happen anymore. So well, maybe that will climb. change in my life. No, no, so no But, but that, that's or? because I don't. <laughs> I don't. You, I, said, you said you believe that, that 60% of people that have been married for more than 10 years don't sleep in the same bed. That's what you said. On the air, I can pull the clip. I, I, you wanted to do I'm a not, pull. I'm not denying it. I'm okay. saying that, that I don't
1: sleep in the same bed regularly with my wife by my choice. You know, I have a whole ritual that doesn't work and jive with the way she goes to bed, so I'm perfectly comfortable passing out in the living room.
3: I mean, but basically then you just have a roommate and not, not really a wife. Why? I don't know. Sleeping
1: next to somebody constitutes the marriage?
3: It's part of it. Yeah, that's part of being married. I
1: I don't spoon. I don't like body heat. I don't like being (laughs) up on somebody when I'm sleeping. I'm perfectly content sleeping by myself. Where does the dog sleep? In fact, I I prefer twin beds when we book hotel rooms. What are you, Lucy and Desi? Dude, we're sleeping. Why do I have to be next to somebody when I sleep? What is the purpose of that? We use the one bed when bond. one bed needs to be used. There's no bond yeah, in sleeping. Yeah, there's a bond with
3: being There's in no the same bond in sleeping.
1: What are you talking about? There's no bond in sleeping. There's bond when you wake up in the morning. You might want to bond a little bit. There's no bond <laughs> in sleeping. Bonded and, yeah. right, you <laughs> bond it out. And we still might do that. I wake up, take a shower, go wake her up in bed, hang on, and we have mornings in bed. It's great. But there's no reason to have to sleep next to somebody.
2: You got a 40 I already a 40 run ready? hot. Oh. Like
1: right now, yeah. I'm, my, I'm I'm on fire. My body temperature's got to be like huge. I can sense your body heat just sitting next to you.
0: Well, he is very bulky right now. I
1: I,
3: I actually do have a lot of body heat. Right? Yeah, I
1: told everybody that he can't unbutton his pants while he's sitting next to me, right? Because that's how <laughs> he had it in the studio earlier. <laughs> it was he yeah. yeah. getting yeah. so
2: fat? But he probably I, didn't eat lunch when he told him that. Right. No, I I, I ate lunch eight. and I had a slice of pizza but here. I, yeah. I don't
1: know. I mean, are you married? No. I mean, I, 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 I have a couple older friends in their 50s and 60s, and they say, yeah, I sleep in the attic or whatever. I, I don't sleep in the bed. So I don't think it's... If thought you were 60 years old, that's why. <laughs> I don't think it's as, as uncommon as you think. You know, after 10, 15 years, what's the, why do I sleep next
3: It's year? not uncommon to you because... No, because it's not, not uncommon
1: it. because I know multiple people who do it. That's why it's, I never not base anything on being common or uncommon because I'm the only person that does it. But you just got married, man. You're still wet behind the ears. What do you know about marriage yet? No,
3: you're right. You're right. But to me, that that would be a sign that something's not right if we're not sleeping in the same bed. I think something's through. actually perfect if you guys
1: are mature enough to realize it's not sleeping in the same bed constitutes one, a good marriage. I think you have, you've actually evolved to become a smarter couple.
2: I don't like sheets. My wife sleeps with sheets. I don't sleep with sheets. You know what's funny is? i got the we, fan on high. But, but you, you don't sleep with the sheets
1: on you. you know I mean? 100%. Right. I can't sleep with, like, covers and covers. My wife likes to load them up. Yeah. But I, I, I have to have a sheet. But even if it's, like, thrown over me, on I just got to – something, right? <laughs> I got to have it on me. Yeah. Even, but I'm the same way you look because I, I, I get the fan. And yeah. I want to be cool. So. Yeah, why should we sleep uncomfortably? I like it freezing cold. I don't want sheets. I don't want body heat. It just, it, it's just ridiculous.
3: Chrissy, how long have you been married? Why are you gonna ask me that? Oh, he, oh, you I don't know. know it I mean, <laughs> no. No, he doesn't remember. We got married November 27, two
2: thousand eleven. Okay. Oh, no, he knows it to the day. Because so people, people people are like, or November seventeenth. I apologize. My my daughter was born on twenty seventh. My kid was born on twenty eighth. My kids are exactly three years and one day apart. Wow, wow. Yeah. So that's I kind of try to tie everything in together. <laughs> you do got it systematically <laughs> But it kind of uh, fucked up because I have a big backyard and I always want to have big backyard barbecues for kids' birthday parties. But now I got to run a run a building. Because it's in the middle of November in, you know, north Indiana and Chicago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and one family functions, cousins only. is about 90 people in yeah. my family. So it's...
1: We were talking about that earlier, how we're all cousins. <laughs> yeah.
2: you are you we're cousins.
1: Right, we're all cousins. Exactly. So, so I want to talk to you now. Uh, uh, are, are you done with the fascination of the CBD? Can we move on? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm,
3: I'm feeling great. Listen, man, I'm, I'm good. I want to talk to you a
1: little bit about, because it affects a guy like you, right? And we talked about a little bit last week about what's coming up with the trade show. Now, you've had three trade shows now. Uh, I, you know, you can be frank. You cannot be frank. Sometimes not everybody will always be frank about this question. Pretty I ask fucking them. frank. Pretty fucking
0: frank. Um, Hi, Frank. How are you?
1: <laughs> you know, how have the last three trade shows been for you as a boutique company? Now, I'm imagining you got, what, two booths?
2: Uh, this is the first year I had a double booth.
1: Okay, so you even had one booth prior to this year. Correct. So you are the small company there. Yeah. How, how, how have the trade shows been for you?
2: Good. Double trip my numbers every year.
1: Right. So good turnout. Correct. Yeah. Especially for you because you have relatively a less amount of cost comparatively to everybody else. I mean, else it's there. still a cost. It's, it's an it's, amazingly. It's a stupid, massive cost. It's still an amazingly stupid cost. Yeah. But comparatively, it's a lot less than a lot of these guys who got $20, $30, twenty, thirty, forty.
2: Bucks. Yeah. I was telling the guys, you know, first time coming in that were working for me, I was like, look, you know what this cost me? Right. Imagine what it cost him. Right. Times twenty. Times thirty. You know, yeah. just just. Like so, last year it it cost like it would co- for me. It was like seventeen hundred bucks to bring my stuff to show floor. And then this Get year the I'm shop. like I'm scaling back. And it yeah. cost me it cost me four hundred because well, last year I brought all boxes and it's the weight of the boxes.
1: Right, it's all yeah. yeah it's union labor. I
2: mean, I love the union, but it, I mean to, sh- to go. Especially as a government it, guy,
0: you gotta love the union, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> <a lot>. You <laughs> have to
2: fly the flag. I don't need a big rat in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> So,
3: But at some point, guys like, like Saka are talking about he had a carpet and he has a sma- really small booth. It was ridiculous. He said it was $6,000 to have a carpet.
1: My,
2: my booth,
1: just a just 10 so by know, 20. He would have complained the exact same amount if it was $60. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Just sure so you would, know. But Let's just be clear yeah. about that. $6,000 is a lot of money for a carpet. absolutely is, but it would have been an equal amount of complaint. I if I it imagine was vacuuming it.
2: My and booth, if I wanted vacuum every night, was $200 a night. Wow. Not to clean the ashtray, just to vacuum it. Wow! I didn't pay that. No, I, I would have bought a brand new Dyson and returned it. It's abs- exactly right, right. It's absurd.
1: It's an absurd cost. But yeah. so far, it's been economically sound for you to go every year. Yes. So, how? What is your take on the Consumer Day?
2: It's not built for it. it that's a given. It is not built for it. I, you it's, know what? It, I, I a love given. consumers to death, but on the last day to the show them be better, logistically after business is done. Yes, but on the first day, if you if you if you if you want to do an event for consumers, it is not structured the same way how it is right now at IPCPR. The traffic's not going to work, it you know. The logistics are awful. Forty-five hundred people. Let's say forty-five hundred people come in eight-hour span. Not even eight hour span. Not even eight hours span. They got six, six hours. hour span. So that leaves you about three point five seconds per person. What are you going to gain as a consumer Nothing. talking to me for three point five seconds?
1: So what I'm saying. So you, you don't think it's a positive
2: thing. I, I'm not saying it's... I'm an IT guy. I'm going to wait till to see what the end result is to see if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. That's what I, a lot I, of guys are saying. I honestly think... I mean, I'm going to TP. You know, I, I'm going full throttle TP in January, and I honestly think... Sorry about that. No, that's I all like right. To keep, st- I like the steel. Keep taking also. my lighter. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: please stop taking it. And, uh, yes, let's... Uh, I think... making that small sound. It,
2: this is... Like putting it out there, like, I'm going anal- like to say... 2021 will be the last year IPCPR, or PSC.
1: I think I said the same thing. Was that, Were we talking together? Or was it No. I think by 20, my prediction would be this, if, if anything I see happening here, because it, everybody's got to understand, it. if you not didn't catch last week's show with Dave Garofalo, and you're tuning, An in, hour, and ca- no. tuning in, you should catch that show, because we really got into this topic in depth. But, you know, the, the, the trade show's in trouble, and I think this this event that they're trying to do everybody thinks i'm anti the event or I mean, anti they're, they're raising social. money it's for the lawsuit just i understand but get. you want to if you're going to do that event then make that event yes do it separate just make that event go get a venue that's made for that event well, throw just, a throw a kick-ass event yeah. and make a scar event and raise money for lobbying right but to piggyback and the hodgepodge an event it, and to try to yeah, f- f- push a square peg in a round you know circle it's not going to work oh. it's going to fail and i i, I, I think i think by 2022 the TP the, the TP
2: oh, will take over. We'll, we'll, I we'll think they'll over. acquire
1: the IPCPR. It'll be merged. I can see. There'll that. be there'll be one big show for both mass market and C stores. Yeah, that's how it is in Dortmund. And, and it works perfect. And premium, and I think that's what will happen. Yeah, I believe that's, that's what will happen how it is by in
2: Europe, It works perfect because there's one dedicated building for cigars, and what I, if there's more than enough more than more brands at the cigar in Dortmund, It's half of the vape booth, but the it's seven halls, 1.2 is cigars, the rest is cigarettes and vape.
0: Right. And the I other mean, thing is, like, you even have designated areas of this is where you have your premium cigars, this exactly. is where you have your cigarettes, this is where you have everything it's else. It's organized properly. And if you just have an organized set of places where, okay, this is where we, I know I have to go for this, and I have to go for this, and not to mention in Dortmund, also much smaller booth space, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Well, I, which I, I also think it's is the cheaper
2: big for me to go to Germany for a month. Then, then they go to Vegas. Five yeah. days. That's
3: insane.
1: Well, I've said for years part of the problem with the ipcpr is they, they basically, out of greed, will just let people have as many booths as they want. Yep. And the the show floor in the last decade has constantly expanded as attendance has decreased. Well, you know what that means? It just looks deader and deader and deader every it's year. Bigger it, cost I'm not fashion. kidding you. The last time I went, which was what? Two uh, three years ago? Vegas in 16. Okay. Three years ago, last time I went. I swear why, I could,
2: last in person.
1: I could throw a bowling ball down and run the whole length of an island and I may have not been able to hit anybody. I imagine we could have did this
0: year. That's saying. That's what was am That's how we should three have a ago. Even like if we go back to fifteen when it was in New Orleans, right. like that was a massive, massive space right. which was completely expanded and like I could have never run into anyone if I didn't want to. Right. Because there was just so much walking space. Except people every- looking to sell you a product, they'll find you in the cracks. 100%. Well, that's why I... You can't I, hide from those guys. I'm they'll the find problem. you anywhere. Yeah, that's the other problem, yes. But I mean, seriously, <laughs> it,
1: it's gotten so big. And I remember my first, my first trade show, which I wasn't even in the retail side of the business yet. I was a wholesaling in Chicago. Um, I went to Miami. No, not Miami. Orlando. It was in the Marriott mm-hmm. at Orlando in 95. And they had two halls so you came down the hallway there was a hall a on the right A on the left that's how big the show was it was shoulder to shoulder people I mean literally I'm not, I'm not kidding you. shoulder the old magazines
2: up. were showing shoulder to shoulder people and that's that's, that's the height of the boom
1: too you couldn't talk to, it was the beginning of the boom '97. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. you couldn't talk to people and 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 the games of I remember Ashton right I was going to talk to Ashton or somebody I knew was talking to Ashton because I wasn't a retailer yet but basically Ashton's Shtick was at the time. Well, you know, we don't have cigars to sell you, but if you pick up our accessories now, and whatever will eventually open you up. That's the kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of games. That's the kind of games that were played in 1995, 96, probably most of 97. So, yeah, can you imagine Ashton not wanting to sell somebody cigars. They had to take on the accessories, so they had to buy their leather cases and their humidors, humidors and, all and their the shakies, uh... and then hopefully, eventually. Maybe you'll get a go. chance. In yeah. six months we'll yeah. match have cigars we can give to you. Yeah. And it's
2: totally different booths over there. You don't have a five thousand square foot Gurkha booth.
1: Because I'm saying. It shouldn't be that way. No. I think that hurts the show. It does. You know, it takes me longer, it yep. takes me eight times to get around to anything, take eight times longer yeah. to get around and do any business. And for what? So people can show their awesome egos of their yeah. 80, 90, 120 booth space yeah. expo, right? Look at this massive arch we've animals. built here and all I, these you, things we have. You and you this wa- giant
0: thing with cigars in it you can't get into that we have random people go into and randomly but you wanna out of. You want to know what's funny
1: is? These guys who do these 100, 120 booths, whatever it is, these mega complexes, right? They're all proud and pride. But you know what I see every time I look at it? Empty. Yep. Because I don't care if you've got 100 people in that booth. It looks empty. It does. It's just a vast space. You can put v- you can put 50 people in there at once, and it looks empty. I see nothing but carpet
0: everywhere. Yeah? We, we, we say the exact same thing all the time about the current location we're in, because if you go back to the Old West Palm Space, right. if you had the exact same number of people right. That are here right now sure. in our Old West Palm right. Space, guess it, what? It's right. standing room right. Only. Yeah. right. But right now, guess what? There's plenty of people. There's still plenty of chairs there. Right. It's
1: like we had so many people. There's no way we had so many people. The place looked dead, but yeah. this place is so much bigger our old place we don't yeah. realize it sometimes it took us a while to, to learn that curve yeah. but it's okay I, I i appreciate those awesome mega booze yeah because that's where i go to let my feet rest when i walk because they got the eight they inch got the nice chairs foam the four carpeting, four carpeting where you know six inch yeah I, that's yeah. right. i got go the extra padding in there oh so yeah you can totally feel it feel if it way. wasn't for them we'd have nowhere comfortable to walk <laughs> and rest <laughs> thank so. you guys thank you extra guys. padding under your carpeting. we appreciate it yeah
2: and also anyone in here that buys a cigar to your human or i'll give them a J.S.K.
1: There he goes. Risty's giving out J.S.K. cigars to anybody who makes a purchase here today. So there you go. Any a- cigars? Cigar from the so what? Do you have do you put, now with everything going on with FDA and it's a common question, right? I mean, what I've kind of noticed with FDA, everybody was really nervous in the beginning, it and kind we would hard, talk because about because it.
2: Everyone made it, it was the bl- you know the Black right. Friday for the cigar industry.
1: Now they come in my show and they talk about, oh yeah, I was just working on a blend last night, <laughs> right? They're saying on am are you are you moving forward and making new stuff and
2: yeah I got stuff uh, developing for other countries, I got, for stuff, other I, countries. got I got uh, so like with the the Asia market I'm in, mean, they can't import the CBD cigar, and, but they really love the nug blend, so so you're making a nug without the CBD correct for, for the Asia
0: market
1: really wow. now what, yeah. what do you feel is the I'd effect? like to get one of those I'll send it I mean I would just like to smoke it. You yeah. taste it versus the nug. Yeah, I, I mean now you got my curiosity peaked.
2: I, I, I did. I gave it to uh, her. Name is Cigar Duchess on Instagram. She was at the house in Vegas. Uh, she's a reviewer. She, did, she she writes awesome reviews. You can tell she puts everything in it. Right. And I was like, listen, here here's all here's the exact same three cigars because I also had my THC cigar, which
1: we didn't talk about that. Now, You make a a nug THC.
2: Yes, yeah, so I make one that's uh, THC infused, 20 milligrams.
1: And that's sold only in Colorado?
2: It, it cannot be sold just yet because different states that are legal have different uh, requirements for shops. Like, they just passed in Colorado uh, a marijuana store that sells marijuana cannot sell tobacco. Oh, it really? Oh. And vice versa. Really? Unless uh, okay. Oh, okay. So you have a standing room only. Right, I, I, now, I'm curious. So it, that, that legality changes, like, weekly in that industry. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Now, I'm curious is how do you ship a THC cigar across state lines? I don't. So how do you get... you got to make it in Colorado. Yes. Got it. Okay. Got to yes. make it in Colorado. Yes. All right.
2: So, so some states that it is legal in, I have labs through my partner on the CBD side where we know we can get it made and only sold in that state. Uh, now, what are you smoking? So this cigar uh, is for Sweden. This is a barber-pulled toothpick. I, uh, so <laughs> funny story about this cigar, uh, I was in uh, Bonita Springs. About two months ago, three yeah, months
1: yeah. ago. is it the same owner that he finally sell. I know he was trying to sell his business. Where? You talking about Bonita Springs Smoke I, Shop? I, no, no, no. I was with... Oh, another, I was, I was, oh okay. Uh,
2: the, my Sweden importer was in, going to... You n- were just in the town of Bonita Springs. Okay. Yeah, he called me. He's like, you know, I was with another manufacturer. I got invited down because they buy cigars. I, mean, I was at Rocky Patel's house. Okay. Uh, and we were on a boat. I'm going on a... It was a
0: good time. Uh, got to go on Rocky's boat if you're in... Yeah.
1: Another, another guy who likes to cook.
2: Yes. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. And... Uh, my import from Sweden, call music like, listen, we're coming back from Dominican. It's my birthday. It would be awesome if you know, flew down, and hung out. So, like, fuck yeah! Why wouldn't I come down, and drink with a bunch of Viking Swedes? You know right. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun
0: group to drink with. Oh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> There's no so sleeping. W- w- what are they drinking as their preferred beverage? I have to ask, just out of curiosity. Everything. 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 Just everything. Alcohol. Just everything. Alcohol. I figured they'd be like big beer or everything. just like big vodka. Like the guys
2: in uh, the guys that was from Finland that was there in the group. He. Anything on the table. Yeah. If there's a bottle of vodka, he'll drink the vodka and go back when the When it's done, done he would
3: go there.
1: right to the next yeah. one.
2: Next one,
3: That's next funny. One. I, I, my, our babysitter right now for the baby. She's drinking? She's from Finland. <laughs> she's she, drinking? She does like oh. to drink from time to time. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, they
2: had uh, uh, Mirko, who runs uh, the Slow Cigar Smoking Competition. They were having it in Sweden in Helsingborg, at my importer's main shop. And he goes, it would be awesome if you sponsor the event. I was like, how would I make a cigar for that event? And it was where the Barberville Toothpick... Really? Yeah, we were, we were fucking hammered drinking. <laughs> and Pierre is like, hey, mate, it would be awesome. If you combine both of them. I was like, let me call the factory. And
3: <laughs> you Do you mind if I see it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hold it up for the camera to see. So it bo- is an interesting looking
2: cigar for sure. So it's, right? it's both wrappers on a same toothpick, filler, binder, but it's both wrappers. So that cigar is only available in Sweden right now. But it will eventually come out in the U.S. Uh-huh. It, it was available to pre-order. But it wasn't on my sheet at the show, but it, it was in every sample bag I gave up. Huh. This one specifically. Yes. All right. Interesting. And the price point on this would be like six fifty on the shelf.
3: What's oh. the, What's the name? Toothpick two point Toothpick. And would it, in in Sweden do you do you translate it for them or no? They just call no. it toothpick. Toothpick two
2: okay. I don't know what the, I to translate.
0: I have no clue. I mean, <laughs> me neither. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> now we've talked a lot about how you started out and getting very big into the european market would you say you're still selling more in europe or now more in the u.s now at this current state In the current state
2: with the tyrannical coming out and the next coming out u.s is i am selling more cigars in the u.s at this point gotcha uh, it, was, it was, you know, it shipped back in 460, 40, 40, 60. Okay. But, you know, with nugs where I can't export out of the U.S. because that cigar has to be made in the U.S. Right. And if you export out of the U.S., it's an extra, like, 14% on top of exports in another country. And it's
0: just going to totally destroy that. Yeah.
2: It? And plus, you're paying the S-chip on it, so the price of the cigar it goes up.
0: Once you get it into the country before you put the CBD in it, then, yeah, yeah everything else is going out.
2: Yeah, because if I ship, you know, outside of the factory, I'm saving the S-chip. Yeah. And I, I can work with better numbers and margins right. overseas. Right.
0: but uh, i want to go back just a little bit now like you were saying how the asian market also has come up and you made specific scars just for the asian market where how did you feel like you got into the asian market and where did that develop
2: that was with my designer uh he put me in contact with another guy that wanted a cigar Mm -hmm. and he was making a band for them and his name is matthew he called me and uh, we talked and you know, I, I, I'm the dude, I rather face to face business. Yeah. I'm, I'm always that way. Face to face. I like face to face. when you guys call me to be on the show and you want to, hey, can you call on a show? What'd I tell you? I'll fucking fly down. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather sit yeah. down and do this. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I can't figure out like the Skip Martins <laughs> who don't like to do face to face. Skip Martins, like Martin, right. Back. He's got more
2: play than I probably risky today. I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. I don't care. Uh, he called me. He's like, I'll see you in Vegas. I go, if you're serious, come to my booth. We'll talk. So he flew in from Malaysia, just to have a talk to bring in Red Knights to. I love that. Uh, so right now I'm in Vietnam, Singapore, uh, Malaysia, uh, and Thailand. What is that and market like?
3: Th- is it, it are they are they big cigar smokers? Yes, in Asia? but it's
2: they're super expensive because of taxes. Right. Uh, so your yeah. your your clientele is right. wealth. Right. And like right now, if you go to Kuala Lumpur, my cigars are in. Uh, he he took over the humidor at the Jack the Hyatt Hotel. So right now my cigar is in the Hyatt Hotel. a super high-end Hyatt Hotel in mm-hmm. Kuala Lumpur. Which is cool to see that because, like, uh, one lady smoking my cigar in, in the valley in Kuala Lumpur. And my cousin, a week later, was ziplining to huh. the same valley. <laughs> that <laughs> messenger was like, dude, my cigar was just there last week. That's wow. cool. You know. But I'm doing that with them. Uh, I have another country I'm doing. I can't tell sp- specifics yet. But it will be... Uh, the complete red night line in different sizes. Not right. available outside of that country. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so. like country exclusives, like yeah. the the, like know, like the, the, do. the limitadas and right, stuff. Right. And I love that stuff. You know, just, it gets you more at a personal level when you sit down and blend and you discuss, you know, I really like this size. I'm not the guy that's gonna say, No, I I don't have that mold. I will call the mole guy and make that mole. Right. You know, which, so,
0: which is another interesting question I want to ask. Are you seeing that there are specific sizes that are favorable to the Asian market over, like, the American or the European market? Thin ring gauge overseas.
2: My, be- r- my best seller is my Lancero.
0: They
1: don't do big ring gauges overseas.
0: It's yeah. always been common yeah, I mean, knowledge.
2: You, you grow up over there, and you have nothing but Cubans your whole life. Mm. So, you, you're growing up, you rarely see a cigar until, until, like, three years ago when they made the 60 ring gauge Cuba, Cohiba, before they... The biggest you would see is like a 52. Yeah. So you grew up on 38s, 33s, 42s, 40s, 44s, 46s, 47s. So 60 gauge is uh, gigantic. I yeah. mean, just not... Which is a ridiculous price for... Do you people. still search or try to smoke vintage Cuban cigars? Oh yeah, I do. It's the hunt. I love it. Yeah? Yeah. There's nothing better. Like I just, I so what mo- makes it vintage for you? How old? Minimum 20, 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So one of, one of my whales was uh, the Boulevard Bonita from the 60s that got discontinued, like, 72 or 73. And literally like, three months ago, I came across a guy who had a five pack. Huh. I didn't even ask the price. I could put it in from UK. I go, tell me how shipping is, and just send me the invoice. I, I don't give a fuck what the price That's my white whale. Wow. And I found that. And then I found some old room analysis from the 40s and 50s. And well, you know, I, ha- I have stuff that goes back to
0: the 20s. And so d- when you smoked it, was it everything you hoped it was?
2: I haven't smoked it yet. Oh, I'm okay. waiting for it. So that cigar I'll probably smoke either on my birthday or my kid's birthday or something. After a nice event with the family where I finally sit back, have a nice scotch or a good bourbon. Absolutely. You know, most vintage people that smoke vintage cigars don't understand. This cigar's been sitting in this box for like 50, 60 years. It's mm-hmm. going to absorb that cedar. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first inch is going to taste cedarish. But once it opens up, you get a great floral notes, uh, nice, low, like, spice. Nothing crazy spice, you know. We just well, because it's melted, yeah. you know. Yeah. I tell people you buy a Cuban cigar that right now that has spice in it, you bought a Nicaragua. There's a Nicaragua in it. <laughs> No joke. And I'll take that to my I've heard that. I've heard that Cuba is buying tobacco. I've stated that before, and I've been kicked out of very Cuban purist groups with, you know, guys that I go back, you know. I'm talking buying and selling boxes are four or $5,000 I've heard
1: that rumor a few times that Cuba is buying outside tobacco.
2: This is how I look at it. This is how I explain to my friends. This <laughs> how
1: you're going go to go the size of the mathematics, right? Here you this go. This is Cuba.
2: It's all mathematics. That leaf cannot grow enough tobacco for this ashtray. Right. It's impossible. Right. Impossible. It's the number one selling cigar in the world. You know, the next biggest market for non-Cuban cigars is, the biggest is U.S., the next biggest is Germany. Do you feel, do you, you
1: know, I I, I just made a post last night, I can't remember, I was on, can't remember what club it was, but two grown men were having a debate in some cigar club because some guy bought cigars from a guy and uh, this guy outed him for selling fake cigars, says I got proof, starts posting chat, screen, none of it which was proof, shows a picture of a cigar that was unraveled in short filler with no proof of what cigar that was. I, mean, just, yeah, I couldn't no. believe two grown men were having this conversation, right?
2: And those two grown men can never pick out which leaf is in that cigar. In uh, seriously, so nah.
1: oh my, my, favorite, my favorite line of it, ready? I, the utmost... Cigar uh, aficionados uh, 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 of in Alabama has verified my claim. Yeah, I mean, it was some. It was, it was really a funny statement. Can right? station from Alabama to so,
2: so me smoking fake Cubans? But,
1: but I mean, I, I made a post. I said, look, for what it's worth, I don't know either of these two guys, right? Mm-hmm. But in, you know, when I got in the business twenty-five years ago, and I've said this before, I know I'm getting off topic. Paul. no, you're good. Um, th- there was a handful of people making good cigars. Yeah. right today there's a handful of people making bad cigars right Now it may not be your taste it may not be your what you like yeah but a lot of people are making good cigars Why you know if I travel and I come across a Casa Habano store or whatnot, I will definitely buy some right because yeah. I like variety I want to try different stuff yeah, I'm but talking. I'm never going to go out of my way or try to buy something third party-ish because you just don't have to. There's so many good cigars today, and I, I think if you're going to be one of these guys and you've got bought stuff, you just got to suck it up, and it's a caveat emptor, you know, move on. Yeah, you know? Mean, don't buy from that guy again if you yeah. think he sold you fakes. But I just don't see, I, I, don't, I never had that chase. I had that chase early on, obviously when I first gotten into cigar smoke, yeah. right? Because anybody who's from the Midwest will remember Coors Beer analogy, right? Yeah. Everybody, you're in Indiana, right? Yeah, you had, 30, how old are you? Thirty-six. Might be too young to remember, but people yeah. who were coming back from the Rockies in station wagons full of Coors beer because you couldn't get it west of the, uh, east uh, of the Rockies. we were doing it with Yinglings right, until we, recently. Okay, oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. I mean it was that kind of phenomenon. Yeah, you, you know, you Coors beer is about the lowest of the pole, you know, these days. <laughs> so Piss. And, you know, I, I, so when I first got into <laughs> when I first got into the, the cigar life and, and cigars, and, you know, I, I chased that. I I'm sure I bought a couple boxes of fakes along with some yeah. real ones as I traveled, but I never have that urge. I mean there's I got a room full of stuff that's all made that's got a spectrum from almost anything you look for. I, I just don't I don't get why guys are still doing it. It's, and and it's, it's still big. It's, there are guys it's, who it's, swear it's, by it.
2: Yeah, I mean it could because it, that guy that guy will swear by it because he just spent three thousand dollars on his box and the last thing he wants to hear is it's fake or it's bullshit. It's I'm saying why, why even attempt it. If you're in an official Casa Habano store so and you want to
1: pick, pick up yourself a couple of sticks for variety's sake, that's fine. But to go to a hunt where you're buying it off a guy in a corner, street corner in Miami, you know, where it was just made in the yeah. warehouse a block away, I mean, why? I just don't get it. Cubans, it, it a lot of guys are still doing that who, who enjoy
2: cigars. The Cuban guys I deal with, or the guys who smoke Cuban cigars I deal with, I, I say it like this. Uh, Cuban cigars never peak in price. They always go up. Well. You, you will never find a Nicaraguan manufacturer, a Dominican manufacturer, to make a 50-count humidor, a, a six by 60, and it sells for 239,000 euros. Which was the Cohiba, which right. came out the humidor. You will never find it. So, the guys I deal with, they don't smoke them. I mean, there's a, at one point I'm buying 30, 40 boxes. So deep, it's a collector's game. And I learned this from a guy in Australia, who was a vintage Cuban guy. He's like, mate that's my 401k that's my that's my retirement right there I don't smoke it I'll buy everything in 15 I have I have boxes right now that are worth maybe like fifty six hundred six thousand dollars a box I'm not gonna sell it my kid wants to buy a car in 14 years Want buy a car I'll sell one box I, that's how I look at Cubans now that's how I always looked at that's the people I dealt with but I mean I also love smoking them right. I got used to that profile but after in my opinion, after two thousand and eight construction quality went down big time. I don't buy anything after two thousand eight. Okay, so no, yeah. I have no box codes there after two thousand eight. Okay. Wow. You know, so yeah. if
1: you're in Europe when you go to Europe and
2: there's a Casaban store, you don't buy any just to smoke. No, I, I walk inside the cigarner comes out of me. I start searching like <laughs> 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 I'll, but, s- I'll but, spend hours looking but, but, for something. But, but, but I'm
1: not seeing searching for something old. I mean just something to just smoke, right? Like no, no, okay. No, no, okay. That, There's that's nothing the point. on the shelf that pleases. That's me. the point I was kind of getting to, right? Yeah, I and, and people are
2: probably gonna say blasphemy, asshole. You smoke Cubans all the time, but right, I smoke old shit, right? You know, uh, that's just how I look at it. Especially with social media, how social media is right now, like it, it, the cigar industry is going through another boom. and like, you know, the Cuban Cuban market went in a boom from like end of ninety eight to two thousand. You know, just could they could not make enough cigars. Now everyone's on social media, is everyone smoking? Everyone's, review, everyone's reviewing. You know, it's getting to the point where you know Nicaragua is exporting the most cigars into the United States right now. Yep. Which was you know Dominic, Dominican was king for that forever, mm-hmm. but so many people are smoking cigars now. You know, more sociable. So, in my opinion, I think the cigar industry is going through another boom, but, you know, worse timing with the FDA. So.
0: Okay, so now can I get into Moonshine? Yeah. You can get into Moonshine. Okay, fine. We can get into Moonshine. All right. We don't have any for you, but I know uh, it's if a I knew, important. I would have sent some. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. You can send it with the order when it comes in. Uh, <laughs> just it out that. So, pot or column still? Pot still. 10-gallon. Ten gallon pure Really? Yeah, ten gallon. Now did you? I yeah, obviously a you're a purist, so you definitely built this yourself.
2: My father-in-law had it built in Macedonia and really? shipped, shipped the bottom through UPS from <laughs> Macedonia, and the head was his ch- uh, carry-on on the plane. You <laughs> have got to be kidding Come me! Come on,
0: 100%. Wow. Yeah. So now did? Okay, obviously. So your father-in-law had it built. Yeah. He, a single piece you, of he, copper, too. Did you inherit it from him? Yes. Did he use it first? So he, he, he
2: was getting to the point, you know, he, I'm always helping him make it. I make my, you know, we'll make it in his house and I'll take it to my house. Okay,
0: well, uh, let's back up just before that now. That, was he before, like, uh, did he cam- come here from Macedonia yes. originally? In 95? Was, was he moonshining in Macedonia before he oh, came yeah, to the U.S.? Oh, yeah, it goes lineages. Really? And Illegal moonshining.
2: Well, see, over there in Europe, uh, you, you you ate what you grow, yep. and you make alcohol what's abundant in
0: fruit. Now, was he selling to like just no. passing on to like hey or no. like alcohol go no sharing?
2: No, you know, you come to my house, you're gonna drink something I made, mm-hmm. you're gonna have something from the garden, and you'll have a cigar I made too. So that that analogy <laughs> comes from Asdonia. It Says if you're a king of your home, if someone can come to your home in the village and you can give them smoked meats from you know the cow you just killed <laughs> in the backyard yep. or the lamb. And you make a salad from the garden that morning. My you know, my my old man and my father in law is like you do all that already. With alcohol, with the garden of food, you know. But you have livestock in at your rent in your compound? At my parents' house. Really? Yeah, we got we got ten acres over there. I got probably wow. fourteen sheep and probably five hundred pigeons. Come on. Five hundred yeah. pigeons. So my dad is like a badass pigeon collector. Pigeon people collector. Drive, pi- people drive all over the US to buy pigeons for my dad.
1: Are they carrier pigeons? Yeah, or? so
2: we, how he trains them... Uh, so they're carrier pigeons? They, they're homing pigeons. They know exactly how to get back home, no matter where you throw them out of the car. My dad would drive 400, um. 400 miles on the highway. No joke, throw a pigeon right out, and he'll call me. He's like, hey, these days... Uh, he goes, "There's there a bird on the back? I was like, well, there's nothing on the coop. Call me about an hour later. He's like, is there a bird back there? He's like, there's two. He goes, all right, made it back. <laughs> he'll go to Detroit from Chicago. And him. the purpose of this is what? Training them. I know, but... Wha-
1: what do you use it for? Once a bird knows how to get back to where you
2: got, people pay big money. I think. Does he race
3: them, or he just sells them to people? Racing pigeons
2: is a whole different category. You're talking six figures for one bird. Yeah, yeah. no, I've heard yeah. that. Okay, yeah. hold on, hold on, back, back hold the on. truck up, back the Hold on, truck up. hold okay. on, hold on. I'm not feeding you bullshit. Trust me. No, that comes to my truth. house. I'll have my dad. How, bust how out do they people.
1: race pigeons? Is there like an <laughs> air track? No, so it, they it, they race
3: them when they get to the
2: point. Yes. So everyone who has homing pigeons will get to a certain point, and they have first pigeon back to start, or wherever they left. So you can go 600 miles out. First pigeon back wins. Okay,
1: but are all the pigeons coming back to the same spot? Yes. How do they train them to come back? Months and months of training. So if there's a pigeon race, they're all working that same location.
2: Yeah, Yeah. just how the cigar industry talks to other manufacturers, talk to each other in the cigar industry, pigeon guys talk to other pigeon guys. And,
1: And these pigeons are 100 Thousands plus. of dollars. The racing ones are. are. The
2: racing ones. I've seen my dad sell now, birds for 700, 800 okay. bucks a bird all day. I, I understand. I, but I feel like the most expensive one was
0: sold like eight months ago for like 120,000. Yeah, if Chinese, I'm not mistaken. Chinese. Uh, yeah, or exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, Chinese guy bought it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, love love that story. I, I love that
3: Adam knows this. <laughs> I'm,
0: I, uh, so I, I, I saw it randomly in the He's I, Joe's met my old man. I, I
1: just want to understand this now. now. Now you guys got me on a tangent. Uh, so, the guy who's buying the hundred and twenty thousand dollar pigeon, is it strictly for gambling? What's he doing oh, with a yeah, hundred and twenty thousand dollar pigeon?
2: So sometimes people will come and buy a bird for my dad. And they won't pay him until they go back home and it flies back to our house. Just to know the bird's trained. What if the guy just takes the bird and never comes back? That's his problem. Because the pigeon always comes back the first time. <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't pay, you sell another bird looks the same and like it.
0: That's funny. <laughs> so, but I, 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 get, I get a question. Oh, though. I, mean, I have so, so, many, so many questions many right yeah, now. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: is, is, is the purpose solely for gambling?
2: Are, are they, are they what, making racing pigeons? You, go to hor- you watch horses just to look at them? Okay, so it's a gambling thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a big event overseas. Yeah? Okay, is it legal gambling? In certain countries it is. Okay. But they I, do
3: it here. But
2: dude. your dad yeah, is they? doing it here. He's
0: raising pigeons here. But he's not racing racing pigeon. Not racing racing he's, he's not, not racing Homing home, okay, pigeon. Okay.
1: So now, who the guy who would come and buy a homing pigeon from
0: your dad?
2: Yeah.
1: What's he taking that homing pigeon home to do? So it's just like. A Is it like I lost my car keys? No, bring them back to me. I mean, what's, what's how? What's why, a why homing s- pigeon do? Why,
2: why we smoke cigars and enjoy it? Like my dad will go out. He'll spend two hours just with the birds. And there's certain birds that go so high you do not see them in the naked eye. So it's strictly hobby, no function. Yeah, hobby, no function. No, no function. There's no it, functionality it, it, that's of a what my pigeon. Working at the steel mill all day. That's, that was his. That was his little Macedonia in the backyard. You
1: guys aren't sending messages back and forth. Lunch is ready? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> but, but, there, but there has been uh, some that
2: hit the house window. Like we're watching <laughs> TV. Out. And then now we got pigeon soup the next day.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh no! My oh my God! Wow! Well, oh so this is a, how is pigeon soup? Is it okay? Good, it's delicious. You got to add a little garlic or anything, or no? Buttery, okay. a little buttery. Okay.
3: Yeah. This was a thing when I was growing up. Like a lot of Italian families had pigeons. So yeah. I grew up on Long Island, but a lot of people in Brooklyn and Queen. Uh, listen, me. man, our neighbor across the street. <laughs> All they do is had poop and had hundreds and hundreds of pigeons there, and they he used to have people coming in and out. I guess he was selling them too. I, I don't know. And the ones but, that
2: suck, you break the neck, you put in a pot.
3: Yeah, they used to eat them for sure. Yeah. Wow. All right. I did not even know you, you could eat pigeon. Pigeon. you
2: want pigeon soup, I'll make you pigeon soup. I, 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 don't I don't know. I'm going to pass. You've no. got to
3: always try it once. Come on. You try it. I, I'm sure it's delicious.
2: It sounds okay. All, All right. of a sudden, I have the urge to go home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can just see myself finishing <laughs> dinner. Yeah, that, i got to go home. Would
3: that help my direction? <laughs> i got to go home. I have bad direction. Huh? Maybe that will help me.
0: Uh, you do need help. <laughs> wow, that's for sure. That, that's something. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we got off the whole. <laughs> oh, we got, on a we got on <laughs> yeah, tang- we got got a years. tangent. We got on a tangent. We got on a tangent. We got off the moonshine. So your father-in-law brought in this still from Macedonia in full copper. How often are you guys using it? Once a year. Once a year. That's it. How much do you make?
2: Uh, I tri- I end product triple pot still. would come out to ten eleven gallons out of a thousand pounds of grapes. We crush to put in a fifty nine gallon barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of a thousand pounds of grape triple distilled, it comes out about ten and a half to eleven gallons. Did that last you a year? Oh yeah, because it comes out like one hundred eighty six, one 187 yeah. proof. Yeah, you ain't drinking a lot of it. But see, I it, but I, dumb, I dumb it down with uh, distilled water because All I, right, a, now yeah. it brings out the floral notes, the fruit notes. You know,
0: do you do other things with it? Do you make a little apple pie shine, anything else? You just create. I'll things? tell you the biggest
2: lie in the whole apple pie shine. Whoa! All right. Because <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> I, I watched that TV so show. Yeah. Moonshine.
3: K- KMA Mythbusters. Yeah. yeah. yeah pretty much.
2: So we're watching moonshiners, and my, my father was like, "What the fuck is that middle tank they're using for the thumper tank? We don't have a thumper tank. To make real apple pie moonshine." It takes over three to four years for those apples to properly ferment in a barrel. Wow. So you get the flavor in those. But I I don't use turbo yeast. Mine is 1,000 pounds of grapes. I crush it, juice it, put it in a barrel. My leftover product is raw crushed grapes. And I I have my own merits on that. You know, I have certain, you know, 45 pounds of this grape, 35 pounds of this grape, 150 pounds of this grape, and six gallons of juice of this grape because it's cost-effective to buy a six-gallon pill of juice versus grapes. That sits in an airlock container for two to three months, naturally ferment with its own sugars. Mm-hmm. We take it out and we make 10 gallon batches at a time, which would at that point come out to like maybe six batches. And we take it down to 40% alcohol. After 40 percent's is crap, we let it run out, clean it up, we take what we've collected, distill it again. Down to 40%. Take what we collected, final distill. So you're going triple so distill. My so triple it? pot and still each, each time pot getting rid of distilled. the head and the tail hundred percent okay, because at the very first cup like i have I have the the measurement it, 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 so it pours in like a a ten liter uh, cook pot with a glass in it, very you a know, normal cup, yeah, and once it gets to the top, I check it, so I check every cup that comes out so it so when I make moonshine, it starts Friday and you end up hammered by Sunday. <laughs> So we, we, do it, we do it right. We don't, we don't rush it.
1: You're Adam's oh. new hero. Oh, absolutely. Now, now, tell
2: me about this party
1: you
0: throw once a year. Ristafari. Who gets, yeah, who now, gets invited? Now why, did you name, now, why did you name it Ristafari? Ristafari. I didn't name it. And
3: we're seeing a lot of uh, hashtags, Ristafari, by the way, okay. on, so on the Facebook. So what happened was
2: uh, when I released Mr. Gar in 2015, going on in 2016, There's a group of guys, there eight guys, uh, some were from West Virginia, some from Minnesota. And they're like, hey, man, uh, we want to come meet you. We want to come hang out for one weekend.
0: Well, yeah, obviously. I want to come hang Strangers. out with you next weekend. Strangers.
2: Yes. Facebook Facebook guys I've never met in person. Right. And, and, and so I go to my wife. I was like, "These guys want to fucking hang out with me? She's like, for what? And, and you let them come. <laughs> so what I, we, we had a central meeting point in a cigar, sh- cigar shop. Got it. Okay. And they showed up. And it was a great time. You know, uh, We ended up going to Sam's place in Countryside. Okay. You know, he took care of us and brought some people in. Uh, you know, guys from Minnesota at that time were like 98% uh, tax on tobacco. Yeah. So, you know, they're seeing stuff that they've never Illinois seen.
1: Illinois is not that great either.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, 28 versus tw- 90, 98. Right, right. You know? I mean, 28 uh, is So these guys had a phenomenal time. And I told them, this is all I do in the weekend. I drink, I smoke, and I go to church on Sundays. And they're like, well, you know, we'll leave on Sunday. I was like, well, when I go to church on Sunday, I go to my favorite barbecue spot with my family. So that's my church on Sundays.
1: <laughs> oh, it's not so the, real church. No, it's the barbecue. The, the barbecue God, the real oh. church. so, the guys, <laughs> so like, they stayed. So they stayed. We they had, stayed.
2: We, you know, last day we had barbecue, and uh, there's a donut shop down the street. And we, you know, we had donuts. They smoked a cigar and left. They had such a great time. They're like, we want to do this again, same weekend, because some of the guys do traveling baseball with their kids, and after that the weekend, same weekend the next year. It's it's always March 9th weekend, and no matter what the weather is, people show up. You know, uh, but two years ago there's snow. This year it was windy, cold. How many people? Oh, fuck, man. I were 200 people this year. 80,
1: 80, <laughs> 80% are out of town. I, 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 are these people that you've personally invited or they just start showing Show up? up? So they you don't even need an invitation. No. Nope. And when they it get... It costs
2: nothing. All I, the first year I did it... Well, the first year was small. Nine guys. Then we went to like 115, 120 people. Then it's just like blew up. And, and, and they're
1: not staying in tents on your compound or
2: anything. No, 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 no. I mean, if it was a summertime, I could I could house everyone on, on my property. Wow. Like, I could set up, you know, RVs and stuff like that. It, like, my brother owns one of the most successful rental party chairs, stuff like that. So, I mean, I've had ideas to have, you know, like, certain people on Facebook have beef with each other. Right. So I was going to put up sumo suits in the backyard. Oh, and have, that's you know, hilarious. You know, saying stuff like that. Put the dunk tank on, you know, stuff like that. But Absolutely. it's too cold. Uh, I, tell, I tell the shop, now this, now this party's at your compound. No, no. This is at my local shop. Oh, so st- they hold 200 people? Your local uh, shop? I, I bring in tents, everything. Okay. The shop cannot hold 200 people. I was going to say. I tell the shop, whatever your best is, I'm going to fucking crush that record. And at the very first, uh, last year when I had it at uh, Golden Leaf, at end of the event, the guy's like, here's keys to my store. You can do whatever the fuck you want. This place is, your place is just as much as mine. You know, I had people flying, I mean, Germany, uh, people driving from Texas, Florida, California, every state shows up. It's one giant herf, people that love booze, cigars, finally get to sit down and just, you make beer, this guy makes beer, you trade off, you finally meet in person. Right, right. It's, it's what it's the lifestyle's free. about, yeah. My whole family prepares for two weeks for this event. My mom, my mother-in-law, my sister. It's a one-day event. Or my wife and her, it's, it's, so the pre-herf is another shop. The main event is Saturday from 9 a.m. till we get kicked out. Which is you know two three or until the last body standing. Cause <laughs> <laughs> By one o'clock, there's dead bodies. I mean, people are puking outside at noon. You know? so, so <laughs> it's that would be Paul. I would ha- I have. I have. have uh, my cousin will make beer. I have my own IPAs made. I have my own stout. So like last year, it was, uh, it was Madag- it was Madagascar vanilla bean bourbon barrel aged uh, stout. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So I mean, I do I do Ooh. random shit. Uh, the Solomon. I I release a Solomon in. The first year was a Red Knight Solomon, second year was uh Zlatno Zlatnosonsei Solomon, uh, this year was a Cernanak Solomon. So next year next year I might be doing either a barber pole Solomon or I might do like a one day exclusive only, like something crazy like a two hundred milligram Solomon dog. Wow. You know, it, 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 it's free. I tell people. Support the shop, you can buy any stick in the place. I don't care if it's my stuff or not. But if you want to win prizes, you only get tickets from my if you buy my stuff. Fair enough. Right, but yeah. I, I tell you, just support. You can buy five perdomos And you, you can still come eat for free, chill, hang out. I don't care. And you and provide all, all the food and everything. All the food. Everything. I fly in Wagyu briskets, Japanese uh, black. Oh, I'm sorry, what now? Uh, Wagyu. Come, come, come up, set up. We're gonna,
1: can you handle this one? Wait, wait. Please. I know, I know the High, High Clare Castle is a little too much for you. Can you handle Actually, this I one? Actually, I
3: did talk about the High Claire Castle this week with Nick. Uh, yeah, this would be awesome. When It's March 9th. It's going to It's be great smoke. We got a it's while. a month
0: after. <laughs> it's after we're free. All right,
3: so we could
2: Pe- do it, People yeah. show up an hour before the shop's open, be- just so they know they have a seat because it, it turns into sta- it opens at nine, 90'5 it's standing room.
3: Shop we'll we'll have seats at the table.: I know. If, yeah, if you bring them yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, we, gotta, yeah. <laughs> we, ch- we travel with all this, everything yeah. that's here.
2: So, like this year, I did. Uh, so, I called my Sweden importer. I was like, listen, I want that uh, fermented fish in a can, like the sugar sh- 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 Oh, yeah. What is that? That's like the nastiest thing What's crap. it called?
3: Is it the shark? Is it no, shark? Disgusting. No, it's disgusting.
2: I want to meet the guy who invented that back then. But in the there day. are people who love that. It's a delicacy over there. Oh, yeah. But you, there's directions. You have to take the can, put it in a bucket of water, and open the can under the water. Let it sit for like 15, 20 minutes to, to kill the smell. Oh, God. You, I cracked the. So, the deal was, uh, my, my German importer, like, he played a trick on everyone. I didn't even know what was going on, but I, I know he has the money. And he told, I'll give anyone $100,000 to eat the can. So two guys, and, and it took 15, 20 minutes for people in this building, to be like, do I, re- I, do I really want to eat this can for $100,000? <laughs> and the two guys were like, all right, we'll do it. Dude, I put the can over in this can. They couldn't see the smell. The fucking juice hit my hand. I almost vomited, like, all the <laughs> guy that was about to eat it. And there's a video in my group somewhere. It is. I'm like, oh, it's disgusting. It smells like shit. And I'm like, bullshit, we don't smell nothing. But now it, mar- it marinated this t- 20 by 40 foot tent. Oh, oh. no. And I went inside for the whole thing. It was disgusting. And how they long did you eat They ate the whole thing, put it in the fucking cup, and drank the juice. Oh! He pulled out 100,000 Zimbabwe dollars. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I paid f- for a medical bill that day. <laughs> that's, how, that's how people no. get killed. Yeah, it, was, it came to the point, like, dude, you just flew <laughs> from Germany to fucking Hibley, in Indiana. We're some country boys out here. We don't play with that uh, shit. I'm
0: that's one of the best stories I've oh ever heard. My so there, God. there is a video. Uh, I'm not going criss-
2: to say names, but uh, my good friend in local town goes up to me. He's like, what would your friends in Germany do? He goes, ah, they are probably just slap me. We're just friends. No. I guess we're best friends now oh that's classic <laughs> yeah. i like that I but it was a good time it was, it was a phenomenal time you know it's
1: oh i gotta look up that fish i think i saw the video on it or something i saw something it came to my attention
3: you it will
2: not find a youtube video of a guy eating the whole thing and swallowing it i have the only video of two guys eating a whole can and then pouring the juice and drinking the uh, red dixie cup we gotta we gotta it's, see that yeah Oh, bring through. it up it's somewhere in my page but i went inside for about it was going on for about 30 minutes i walked back outside Outside of the tent there's puke everywhere. People <laughs> vomiting because of the smell. The smell. It is disgusting. I saw some
1: family that they had it and everybody in the family yeah. everybody in the family were throwing up and the old dad or the open he was like eating it on Loving toast. Loving it,
3: right?
2: And they said that if you if you let it air out it's good on like a salty cracker with like a tomato and feta cheese. It's delicious, they say. I go, there's nothing delicious. <laughs> about it. it can't, it can't <laughs> be. There's no... It, it, it's going it, to change it, my mind from that additional horrible smell. It ferments in that can until you open it. So that can can sit in a shelf for five, six years. I and it's still fermenting fish. Oh. Hey, Joe will tell you, it was utterly was utterly disgusting.
0: <laughs> for those of you who don't hear, Joel is saying he almost threw up. And yeah, there's a oh, the video wow. right there. Uh, yeah, send oh, us that it. link. Okay, we're going to have to. Uh, yeah, we'll, 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 it, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll post that later on the uh, KMA yeah, Talk Radio Facebook page. So, that event, so everyone can see somebody vomiting <laughs> for that, fun.
2: That event is 100% free. Come, pay your way. I provide all the food. So by, my, my mom, my wife's mom, my wife, her sister, my aunts, my uncles. It's all Macedonian food. It's all homemade sausages. It's everything. Every, all the pastries are made in-house. My mom starts cooking four days before this show. show. That wow. Sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. It's literally homemade food. Like, it's, it is my thank you to my supporters. Come enjoy a meal like you would enjoy it with my family. 2020, Paul. My, my dad will March sit there and talk to guys all day. Weekend. Make it happen. Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal. We'll try thing. to be effective. Paul, can do. do it. Yeah. I just want to drink Adam some just more.
0: wants the moonshine. A little bit, yeah. Well, not yeah. to mention all the beer. Oh, we're not taking th- Adam? Oh, <laughs> forget that. I w- I w- <laughs> I'm the driver. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're
3: flying. That is true. Yeah, but we got to drive to yeah, the airport. Yeah, but we event. need a rental car. I'm sure he doesn't live right next to the airport. Adam it is. It sounds like he's
1: kind of like a hour two hour three, away. Okay. Hour yeah. I, I don't I, I don't like to drive, I, I despise driving. I hate yeah. it too. If I, we got a four hour road trip or even Miami, I make somebody else drive. Adam is the best driver you can have. Because. Well, we didn't find this out until after he's already driven me, but I've always said for years, he's the best driver. You could sleep like a baby. He doesn't even lane change. Yep. A Your head never off. does this, <laughs> you know, while he's driving. It's one speed, constant, no lane change. Right. And then we find out after the fact that he drove in the presidential. Motorcade. Uh, Motorcade. Motor sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. He twice. Was a driver twice, twice. twice in the presidential motorcade.
0: Uh, yeah, for, uh, for uh, George W. No, no, so no you
2: get in, no, like, no. Secret Service training or anything like that? No, like, what, what, well, not at all. Wait,
1: wait. Now, mind you, we've known him for years. Never told He me. just brings it up, like, in a show, like, a year yeah, and a half ago. Yeah. Like, during a show, like, wait, 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 what did you say? Oh, yeah, by the way. Oh, yeah, when, when the I the drove president. the
2: president,
0: When did you drive in a presidential motorcade? Hey, I can't. got my mom a shirt and everything. He can't, I fi- got my mama's shirt. he can't find the picture. My son
1: drove in a presidential motorcade. <laughs> All I got it was, was, it this was this lousy long- shirt. <laughs> and
0: it was a picture of me in front of uh, the uh, yeah, presidential motorcade car. Yeah. Well, when she comes on the a show, limo. she can no, show No, she's us not going to do that yet. Yeah. She doesn't have the shirt anymore. It got ruined. He washed it too many times. It oh, she away. was wearing it. Oh, yeah, she wore it a lot, yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah it's a free shirt. I would have worn it She too. loved
0: that shirt.
1: <laughs> Paul's fascinated with Adam.
3: He's a fascinating guy. There's
1: some interesting, like, weird relationship going on here. I, I they, go, they go to Whole Foods and drink at the no, bar I've together. No, never, I've never <laughs> drank before. I've invited was, you, but you never want to go. I gone. don't know if you ever heard the episode, but, like, I talked about one day, I was, I was in Whole Foods, which I typically don't like to shop, because nothing ever really tastes good, costs twice as much, yeah. and you can never find anything, because it's the most illogically laid-out store in the universe. And I'm going, and I'm realizing myself, oh, there's people sitting at the bar. And there's,
3: a, what, there, there's a bar with alcohol I mean, not just a
1: bar with alcohol but it looks to me it's a coffee like bar Eight 2 I, o'clock in the afternoon or something yeah <laughs> but it doesn't look to me like hey I got groceries I'm stopping to have a drink it looks to me like 2 o'clock special <laughs> they came there they came there to hang out in a Whole Foods right so I'm saying to myself is that not bizarre so I come on the radio show I start talking about it I'm like if I was going to go out drinking Whole Foods would never be a place I would think to go sit down and and drink. No, ever. I said, who would go to Whole Foods? And he goes, I do it all the time. He knows the bartender's (laughs) I do it all the time.
0: They have a great craft beer selection. There's probably no wait for a beer there, either. Exactly. No, I just walk in and be like, I'll take one of those, take one of those, yeah. Wow. So now, and he now, him I never Whole Foods had a bar. So. Him and Paul have Saturday dates at the Whole Foods. No, I've never They go to a couple beers hey, after the, the show. They go
1: shopping for uh, Don't carrots. lie. No, back. I've don't never lie. met Adam you there. You home, you tell your wife to feed the cat, and then you go meet uh, Adam at Whole all, Foods.
3: There's so, much, there's so much of a lie in I don't have a cat. I've never owned a He's cat. He's such a
1: cat person. I don't care whether he owns a cat or not. Yeah. I, He's a cat person. The
3: only time I've ever drank at a Whole Foods bar was when I was shopping with my wife, and I go up there, I grab a pint, and we walk around with the cart. It's awesome that you can drink a beer and shop that, at the same I time.
2: Yep. And there's really not a Whole Foods by me. Cigars.
3: Chicago. Well, probably you know, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, probably so Chicago. Yeah. A go there's a couple. There. There. Yeah.
2: The health
1: movement hasn't hit Indiana yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But once the homing pigeons find out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, that was good. I got to get that. I'm still enamored with the homing pigeons. So what's next for JSK Cigars?
2: Uh, you know, I got country specials coming out. You know, the uh, I'm going you back. have a once
1: a year release that we didn't talk about that's coming up soon, right? A cigar you make once a year? Uh, the Kralit. What's it called? Kralit. Okay, what, 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 what is that cigar about?
2: Uh, super medium body, ton of flavor, seven tobacco, six are completely different in it. Very complex, six and a half by 50. Kralit means king, like this is, this is my blood. Is
1: is there one? Is there a reason why it's once a year, or is it just that's the way you want to make it?
2: Uh, It's once a year because when that cigar came out, I released it when my son was uh, born. Oh, okay. My dedication to him.
1: That's like his birthday cigar. Yeah. I was seeing if you had one here.
2: And I do that stuff with Cubans. You know, I do that with uh, when my, when we'll my daughter... Off, we'll be off the show by the time
1: you get back with that box, Casey. He's got 15 minutes. <laughs> we got plenty of time. <laughs> I do that with uh, Cubans.
2: Like when my daughter was born, I bought behikis from the month and the year she was born. My son, same thing. And I do that for a lot of people, too, because I have such a, a reach with vintages. You know, I've had people tell me, like, listen, uh, my wife was born in 1985. I'm going to ask her old man to let her marry her. I want to smoke a cigar from 85 with the old man. So I would go out huh, procure that. We're, we're that. similar.
1: I I, we, I, do the same things. I, I, I got a lot of boxes that I just stored that were given to me yeah. on special occasions. When my first child was born, Petra, uh, Carlito gave me a box of Opus that has her name on the band. That's awesome. Oh, that's and whatever. Cool. I haven't opened it yet. I didn't know that. But at her 18th birthday, her and I will have a cigar every year on her birthday from that box. And I got some that were made for me for my wedding. And I think some guys made me cigars for my second child. And by the third one, they're like, oh, hell, he's having Yeah, kids. how many more kids is he <laughs> He's having too many kids. We're not, we're not giving that guy cigars anymore. Yeah, I had, uh, he's procreating too much. Right? We you, have to stop. You have
3: two kids?
2: Two kids. Is he? Okay. Yes. Uh, November 27th, November 28th. Uh, wow. She, my daughter will be turning five, Elena, and my son, Stephen, will be turning three. Best years. Hi, oh, you yeah. yeah, you're best, a young guy to have. The best two. years. Yeah. We're the same age. I just
3: have my first. And, uh, Good
2: luck, man. Let's just start running. and.
1: Yeah, he started that uh,
3: this week. It's well, insanity.
1: Paul's, yeah. Paul's at a disadvantage because Axel's already more intelligent. So <laughs> he's already outsmarting his
2: dad. Well, I mean, there's five-year-olds better at computers now than the people I know. Right. Just, you know.
1: So, y- here's the... Oh, there we go. Hold on, let me get Rala. it out there. you got to raise it. Sorry, I'm blocking so I'm This blocking cigar, I really
2: don't sell there. a lot to shops. So, the cigar, you see... Well, if you one? don't sell it
1: to shops, who do you sell it to?
2: I, I kind I I I I mean of... I didn't even put on the prices.
1: I didn't even put on oh, the prices. Hold on, what is the... The quote on the side there. There is nothing impossible to him who will try. Alexander the Great. As Very nice. Oh, wow. look at oh, this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to show cow, this. Holy cow, that is so beautiful.
2: So the cool thing, on this, on the, in the crown in that band, my cousin is a sculptor and an artist. And really? If you look in the crown in that band, it's an old Ottoman war with horses and spears. So I, I try to tell a story in all my bands. So you got to look really close inside the crown.
1: You know, I'm like legally blind.
2: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> half, de- I'm half deaf. am half deaf. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just half here. Between the two of us for Helen Keller. <laughs> 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 All right, hang on. He's going to try to look. Okay,
4: that was great. <laughs> uh, Adam, is, Adam is really uh, laughing
2: today. So I can't believe it. you take the cell off and look in the crown, yeah. inside the crown you see two horses with spears in the Ottoman Empire when they're fighting with Alexander the Great.
3: It, it is a beautiful
2: band. Yeah, so he's like, this would be cool if you put oh, on the band. Is that one of them right there? I see it. So there's I see a spear it. right there, but if you look in the crown, right in this crown. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow, dude. Yeah, that's like uh, an, ea- that's an Easter egg. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> it's all the icons you know, mean something to Macedonia. They go back, you know, lineage. So that band is Very like...
1: Very Camelot-ish looking band. Yeah.
2: And I actually took a poll in my group. Uh, I put up three designs. Gold with white, gold on gold, or gold on red. And gold on white one. So I, I engage my, my group. I, those, know, are some, some, who, some those are the people you know, you're looking to please. Yeah. You know, it, it might be something I'm missing, you know. Yeah. Point something out, you know. So test group, and the original nine guys that show up at Ristafari, I'm still in the original chat. And when I do packaging, any kind of questions, you know, I I call that like my group of consignalaries. Do they a, did they like, get like a special OG patch? OG nine, yeah. Yeah, you did. yeah. Did they, did they get OG nine? OG nine. Oh, that's they, pretty they cool. Get, every, anything I make, they're the first ones to get it. Oh wow, that, that's that's my guarantee. Like anything I make.
0: They're the first ones to get it. And, and any these guys were just
1: random strangers that reached out of the blue to you. Yeah. That's a great story. That is phenomenal. Yeah. That great is story. amazing.
0: Absolutely. Oh,
1: wow. Wind it up, man. It was two hours went fast without breaks. I like this format. There's yeah. way better format, man. I he like it. Was, I know. We had plenty of stuff well, to talk about. It doesn't pay the bills hey, exact, well, Exactly, Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we could always cut Paul. You could. We <laughs> wouldn't miss much. That's, that's a a tenth of the budget, right? A tenth of the <laughs> budget. Paul can true. call in. That's yeah. true. Paul can call in. I'll Facetime that's in true from true. the house with the baby yeah. screaming. So in the at So how many retailers right now do you currently sell that's, to? And that's a question we've had on the 100? Facebook. Where can they? Where
3: can well, they get? Well, that's what I was yeah. going to get to. It. Where uh, do they so find if it? you go
2: to my website and go into the Google, ma- uh, there's a map, and every location has a crown. Oh, perfect. So there's 117 stores in the United States, and then I also screen- 118 now. 118 plus well, more so, I mean well yeah I mean, we more. do 121 123 want to do <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. 117 we had 10 that's 100 actually 7 so yeah, yeah. Uh, US I'm trying to get Canada open uh, I'm in talks with that Netherlands Sweden uh, Great Britain is going to open up hopefully this year Germany Thailand Singapore Malaysia and
1: one undisclosed South country Africa. we can't
0: talk about yet. Yeah. Right. In South Africa. And, and,
1: and soon to be in smoking. our order yeah. ship, what, Monday?
0: Your order's going on Monday. There we go. Oh, back there.
1: So that's oh, what i oh, my Lancero's back you wouldn't believe it. it took a a Somehow I believe that it's going on Monday. <laughs> 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 that's, what happens when you, that's what happens when you're not dealing with one can't ship. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, it's brother. A <laughs> it's a shame he couldn't <laughs> call in to apologize. <laughs> Oh, if he was sober, he probably would try. He'd be texting, right? If he was sober. I'm surprised we haven't gotten text. Yeah, he, yeah, we'd be texting right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, man, I really want to thank you. I know you came in town to do the show. i yeah, sorry man. about the flop this morning, but we, I'm sorry got a, we got a computer built, and it looks like we had a lot of people who still caught the show yeah. and catch it all week on iTunes and yeah. and Facebook. But it was a great interview, man. Thanks for coming in. And and Rusty right. ran that. Um, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, you, he ran
3: the meme contest. He's going to be picking oh, a winner. Oh, you're picking it. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm not picking that winner. I I swear he ran this contest and my phone notifications were just like Exploded. rattling down. I'm like, I even made a post. Like, don't you guys have a job? How can you make meme after meme after meme? It's only been a 20
2: minute contest. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. So yeah, you got to pick well, a they, winner. They know I send out good shit. I mean, the last guy who won my contest. Got a box of everything I made. Oh, well, there you go.
0: Wow. So they know I yeah got it. yeah they were winning hardcore. Paul kept sending me photos and I'm, he's like, you don't want to know what people are saying about you on Facebook. Which is, Once again, why I'm not on Facebook, right? <laughs>
2: we don't. We have, what guy said it the best? We don't do middle of the mall shit at JSK. <laughs> no, no. And, and, what and that was a sales pitch you used at the show. And <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Really. My do other was bullshit. like, hey, did you just say that to a, a shop? He's like, yeah, but I opened it.
1: And what exactly is JS Clowns?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, you got some clowns? Yeah, you got some it's clowns. It's a whole collection of all JSK. I call them Kralivers. Cr- 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 Instead of Kralitz, cr- 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 I call them Kralievers, cr- Like, you know, uh, what was the band in the 70s? Uh, why can I not think of it?
1: We're getting old. It happens at our age. Yeah.
2: But I call everyone car Levers, you know, because everyone doubts it until they try it. They really believe in the brand. No,
1: it's good stuff. And yeah. I've been smoking for the last couple of days. We'll be bringing it in, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you, man. Thank You're me. on a plane 8 a.m. tomorrow. Where are you going? Back home. Back home. Beach with the kids. Good for you. Yeah. Enjoy that time. This is the best ages you've got right oh, now. Phenomenal
0: time right now. Good. So uh, who's on next week? Uh, Eric Espinoza Jr. will oh, be Junior's our guest on. next week. Uh, oh. We okay. like to read the Cigar Insanus on it, even though we don't oh. have the audio. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Is it a good story? I'll read it. Yeah, it's pretty good. We're, let me see.
1: Do I got a copy of it? I yeah. have a copy right here. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, that was Adam. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I just saw that. the caption contest. Holy moly. <laughs> Gotta love the face app. Look yes. at, look at that one. Can that's we scary. please get
0: off the stupid face app thing <laughs> after this week? Can this stop being a thing? It's <laughs> pretty look, ridiculous.
1: Wait, look at Casey, he's in shock, he hasn't moved it in about five seconds. That's a pretty scary photo, isn't it?
0: So the face app
2: is it's amazing technology. Imagin- that's what imagine re- what they haven't released to the public. Ain't that the
1: truth. I, I've been doing I've been doing truth. That because do that's like some CIA stuff right there, man, level CIA
0: level stuff like from you know hundred and fifty million people gave up. <laughs> what I really want to really know, know is where is did you find that photo, Paul? I, I can't... I, I can't disclose can't where disclose. I got that photo. All
1: right, let me read this Cigar Insane Asylum brought to you by the fine folks of CLE and Asylum Cigars. This week's inductee at least put some effort into being a good dad. A Canadian man has been charged after police say an officer spotted an improperly secured child in his car. Well, this might seem like a rather mundane yet dangerous event. The plot thickens when police revealed how the child was secured. After pulling over the 22-year-old driver... 22 This is once again, my point, why they shouldn't why? be having children. Don't have children that young. <laughs> ...whose name is being withheld to protect the child's privacy. The police noticed that he failed to secure his 2-year-old passengers required by law. Instead of using a passenger seat, the father opted to use a case of beer as the booster seat for his child. While I may have kept the child cool on a hot day... This was very much against the law. Congratulations, Beardad. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum
0: Cigars. Fantastic! All right, next week we're going to talk to Eric Espinoza Jr. Woo. We'll talk about uh, the Fubar. What else he's got going on? Yeah. Las Vegas Provincias, yep. the second. Uh, oh yes, yep, which uh, which is a big thing that everyone was talking about from the show. The
1: dress boxes got delayed because there was a hinge
0: problem. They were getting remade, but they. Should oh really? Yes, I didn't know that. Yes, yes, but yes.
3: all of them are hand painted. Yes.
0: Yes. So that's that's. Pretty it's cool. a sick looking box. Yeah. Hofe- yep. Hopefully, we'll have one to display for people if we're lucky Tell enough. them to bring it. I will. I will text him right I'll after the break. Off of this, and I he has him. Adam blocked on text. So I'll I don't. Text. Blame he him. no longer does. I'm off him. the don't block <laughs> list. I don't It was blame an
3: accident him. that
0: happened. We fixed an the accident. problem. He told me yes. he
1: was doing it. How's an accident?
3: <laughs> and then he said, "Then he said, Oh shit, Adam's ordering now.' Oh, hold on, let me <laughs> unblock him." <laughs> <laughs> and a week later, Abe's like, "No, no, no, Adam doesn't." It, it's very. Oh, all right,
1: block. It's very funny when we took the ordering from Adam and gave it to Matt. How everybody just started
0: blocking his number the week after. Obviously. Because I want to call people all the time because that's what I do. Yes. <laughs> all right. Until next week, we're hoping and to as have always, a show with yes, no breakdowns. Yes. Hopefully everything will be working fine. And as always, until next week and
4: as always.